Yes, it's that time of the week again. You know it. The Sacred Fire of Liberty is about to begin. Jonathan Emore checking in, and he's got events galore coming up in Virginia, including one this very day, 23rd of March, 2023. We also have Dr. James Chappelle. He's been at it for decades as well. I just heard some of uh, what he described, and I'm like, he's right with us. So we've got that an hour too, covering a lot of ground bringing the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you because Jonathan has to run so quickly to get to that event, Super Don. I better change and put on my workout clothes for the I was just going to say, Robert, you know, I don't like what you're wearing right now. Yeah, I think, I I think you, you need to go change your shirt before before. Uh, and then I'll with... change back for hour two. Stick All around, right. y'all. Costume changes. Out. I right? like it. Robertscatbell.com slash listen. Our AMA is coming up for uh, uh, Saturday, the uh, noon Eastern, eight, 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 9 a.m. Pacific. Those of you who are not yet uh, patron supporters, consider it. Lots of free stuff, too. Cool stuff. Are you feeling anxious, Robert Scott Bill? You Just have any little, stress right now? A little anxiety. We're going to address that after the show. We have what time? Uh, big At up? Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight with Stan Graham. You guys are going to talk about how to alleviate stress and anxiety. Special free webinar. We'll tell you about that an hour or two as well. Thank you for being here. Let's get this healing party started. Sacred Fire of Liberty edition with Jonathan Emord coming up right away. The Robert Scott Bell Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, here we go. The Sacred Fire of Liberty edition. I, I can almost hear the Rocky theme song, you know, da 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 Because I just got back from the gym and I raced in. My hair's in curlers. I'm, I'm joking with Jonathan getting ready to hit the road with him next week in Virginia for a three-city tour. But there's a, there's an event today, this very day in Virginia, for those of you listening or watching live, and you want to hear it, you want to see it, you want to be there. And my good friend Jonathan Emord is there. And he's here. The Sacred Fire of Liberty commences, Jonathan. Yeah, it's great to be with you, Robert. Oh, it's good to be with you. And by the way, our mutual wonderful friend, Dr. Robert Verkirk and uh, Melanie Aldridge, they're in, uh, they were in Mexico just the other day, and I was interviewing them for next week, and they just give all their, their love to you and their best, and they're so excited that you're uh, taking that next step because they know what you are all about. So uh, big hugs from Rob and Mel over there at ANH International. Well, right back to them. I just love those guys. They're oh. fabulous. Absolutely amazing the, the 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 souls we've encountered in this lifetime that are here to make a, you know a, an empowering difference. You know that they don't operate under fear. They really uh, understand the philosophy of how we can uh, you know move things forward in a, in a yeah scientifically validated way, but at the same time freedom at the core. And there are people around the world that love you and love what we do together here for the Sacred Fire of Liberty. So tell me, what's this event today? I I know it's on the upcoming events list at Ewards for VA. So this is a fabulous event. What we do, uh, we're bringing her around the state. Suparna Dutta, who was removed by uh, Ann Holton Kane, Tim Kane's wife, my opponent, Tim Kane, Senator Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, this is a disgraceful uh, thing that they did to her. So she is a uh, was born in India, came here because she was fleeing socialism to the United States, uh, and was a parent for TJ, who fought against racism in the uh, Thomas Jefferson's admissions policy under the equity agenda. They were trying to remove uh, Asian students from the school and let students who did not qualify 
but who are of color enter in their place. Uh, and um, those Asian students who were lost their opportunity to go to this highly technical school that's very well respected, mm -hmm. sued and established to a district court satisfaction that the school violated the 14th Amendment uh, uh, Equal Protection Clause by excluding them based on their race. Mm. And so um, Suparna was the, the champion of that litigation and also with Azra Nomani, the head of uh, uh, Parents for TJ, all dedicated against discrimination and racism in the schools, which is now all over the place under the critical race theory nonsense. So she went on uh, to be appointed by the governor to the Board of Education in Virginia, but was removed based on a straight party line vote by the Virginia Senate. Uh, all Democrats voted to remove her, all Republicans vo voted to keep her in. Mm. After she had criticized Ann Holton Kane, who was Senator Kane's uh, wife and the former education secretary of Virginia, who introduced critical race theory to Virginia schools. So it was a retaliation move because she had the she had the temerity, quote unquote, to challenge Ann Kane's outrageous statement that one of the learning standards for uh, history and social studies in Virginia schools that was proposed by Governor Yunkin uh, was unacceptable to Kane. And it simply said that the Constitution and Declaration of Independence were remarkable documents and uh, establish freedom. And uh, she said, no, those two documents uh, were uh, enshrined slavery and only benefited white property owning males. Uh, and uh, Dutta took issue with that and said they're the foundation of liberty in the world and that uh, they don't just benefit property and white males, they benefit everybody. And uh, for that, she was punished, removed from the board. And so that outrageous travesty of justice and violation of her rights. And by the way, they did this mm -hmm. on the outrageous allegation mm -hmm. that she was a racist. Really? Uh, she, a woman of color from yeah. born in India, who, who uh, fought against racism her entire adult life, mm -hmm. labeled a racist. They, they, they won't stoop to anything lower than that. Well, I mean, the, the idea that they can use the R word without any actual validity. Uh, and, and I mean, obviously, it's to stop any discussion, to stop anybody that would associate with that person. You know, it's not uh, it's not an adult thing to do. This is like a childhood bully playground scenario yeah. where yeah. you haven't learned to be yeah. an adult. Terribly out inflated egos. Yeah. And uh, they do not want to be challenged at any turn. So, for example, during the McAuliffe campaign against Kane, Kane said that critical race theory was not being taught in Virginia. What he said was that the statement that critical race theory was happening in Virginia was uh, a, a uh, invented and inflated charge. Uh, and point of fact, parents were watching all through Loudoun County and Fairfax County their kids uh, being indoctrinated with this critical race theory nonsense through their computer screens during the pandemic when they made kids take classes at home. Yeah. And uh, and so it was undeniable. And of course, it was that very force that got Yunkin elected. And yet here it is still, even to this day, they maintain this outrageous playbook. Statement. 
Uh, did, this, did this make uh, a Virginia press at all? I mean, did, this is, seems like a significant event accusing a woman of color immigrant from India who's worked against racism her whole life as, as being a racist to eliminate her from a position in the Did this get any coverage at all? Joe Thomas covered it with an interview with me, but other than the few interviews I've had, there's been very little coverage of this by the mainstream press in, in uh, Virginia. And, you know, you have the Washington Post largely ignoring it too. So you have you have a situation where they're just covering up for them, covering up for the Canes. They've been able to weasel their way into the good graces of all these media people over the years. Yeah. And so they protect them. And it's really tragic because this is an outrageous example of uh, defamation and character assassination. The Boy. two instruments they oftentimes use to get rid of opponents. They won't debate you. They just take that out. And Kane just jumped into this debate. Uh, he was asked by one media outlet um, if he stood by his wife's position. And in response to that, he said that, oh, my wife uh, swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. She's not against the Constitution. Well, that's skirting the issue. He's yeah. completely avoiding it. That's the kind of obfuscation he uses. That's he didn't address the real issue, which is she said that the Constitution and Declaration of Independence enshrined slavery. And she also said that it only benefited white property-owning males. Now, where are you, Senator Kane, on that? Answer the real charge, Senator Kane. Oh, I can't wait till you debate that, that bonehead. I'm sorry, I got to say it like it is. Uh, it, you'll uh, wipe the floor with uh, the Constitution with him. Um, listen, today is a special day uh, kicking in some of these Virginia tours for Jonathan Emord. Uh, Parents Rights Forum, Madison at the Mill, right after the show today or before it. Uh, Jonathan's heading there with Suparna Dutta, Asra Namani, Matt Strickland, and yes, Jonathan Emord, catered by Spoon and Spindle. Sounds delicious. Uh, and that's happening 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. For those of you listening or watching live, March 23rd, 2023. And I imagine that they'll be getting some videos of this thing. I, I want to see it after the fact. And then next week, I'll be on tour with you and a number of our friends uh, next uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the last three days of March 2023, a three-city tour. And I'm so excited to be there. And I, I had done, uh, uh, well, some amazing folks over the years here, but uh, I don't know if you know Polyface Farms. Have you ever heard of Polyface Farms? Joel no. Salatin? Joel no. Salatin is is like a, he's a Ron Paul Christian libertarian farmer guy that has just been boldly uh, promoting freedom and, of course, a autonomy and self-care, the ability to grow our own food, what we know we need to do. And uh, we talked about you just the other day on the show, and he's, he, I'm going to see if he's going to come to at least one of the events. He's about an hour and a half west of, I think, at least two of the events. So he's going to see if his okay. schedule clears up because he was a, a, a Ron Paul supporter over the years and very much in, in our camp. And a good guy. And for some reason, he didn't know you were running yet. So it's amazing how many people have not heard. So, folks, if you think everybody knows Jonathan Nemore is running for the United States Senate in Virginia, think again. You need to reach out to anybody you know there and support him. Get the word out. And I'm excited every time we find somebody else that doesn't know because now they do. Uh, so that's going to be great. Now, we do have some interesting stories to cover here. Um, I think the first one I want to cover is about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, for me, he's he's a how would I say, I don't think he knows as much as the constitution as he thinks he does. And, and that's not, I'm not totally critiquing him badly. I'm just saying, I, I need you in the Senate to help him too. 
<laughs> and, uh, but he's done something good here. If this can, if this can yeah. gain some traction, he introduced a bill in the Senate uh, blocking the Fed from adopting central bank digital currency. Now, we yeah. know that it was an act of Congress that created this, I believe, unconstitutional organization known as the Federal Reserve in 1913. So is it the uh, an appropriate place that Congress and the Senate would restrict the Fed in some way if they're not going to eliminate them altogether? Could this be done uh, in, in a constitutional manner to back down this intent to create central bank digital currency? Oh, you bet. I mean, the Congress of the United States can pass legislation to prevent that. And uh, this cruise bill is a good one. It's designed to stop that from happening. I'm a, a big fan of the bill, and I think that uh, Senator Cruz needs to be complimented for introducing it. We don't want our privacy to be invaded. We don't want the government to use this as a backhanded way to control our currency to the extent that we can't make investment decisions on our own fully and freely. Uh, this is the kind of thing, centralized control over the currency, that we need to be highly suspicious about, and we need to defend independent currencies. We need to defend the right of our people to make the choices they want about how to invest and how to purchase and what to purchase. And so this is a, a, a really a very dangerous tool to give the uh, Fed the power to centralize the currency through a Bitcoin type of operation, precisely as they're wiping out Bitcoin uh, markets uh, right and left. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're trying to take over that, that whole area of investment and make it a government-sponsored and controlled enterprise. And it's a very bad idea. Yeah, well, you've got Bitcoin being more decentralized, not controlled by government, which is why they're probably upset. But the moment you have a centralized bureaucracy, government control of, of currency digital like that, uh, we've talked about the fact that, you know, if you have the wrong religious belief, if you have a, a problem with saying there's 72 genders, they can literally shut you down for a thought crime and say your money no longer works. Not that your yeah. money is no good right. here, but you just can't use it. You link this with ESG and you've got yourself a real disaster where the government is basically monitoring how you expend money in your uh, associations, political associations, to determine whether or not you can get access to, to uh, credit, whether or not you can make investments of one kind or another. I mean, uh, Joe Biden is now trying to basically commandeer 401k plans across the country and uh, police them for the investments that are being made and basically to disintegrate uh, investments that are made into in enterprises that he considers to be uh, in violation of his uh, climate change and other social justice warrior mm -hmm. uh, initiatives. This is, we have to, you know, he vetoed that mess, that uh, bill that was designed to stop it. And, uh, and, and what we're going to see here is uh, a real fight to determine whether or not that ESG agenda gets uh, gets foist upon us. This is further reason why we have to be highly on guard because socialism is marching at us at a very alarming rate. And this is, uh, once you take over the currency, once you take over uh, investments and access to credit yeah. uh, and make it a political weapon, then you've really lost free enterprise in America one 100%. And Jonathan, when you talk about uh, controlling investments, I, I'm I'm not even talking about investing in stock market. I think you got to realize investing in food for your family can be shut down. I mean, that's well, how, this, that's this is the communist model, isn't it? This is what the CCP is doing to people. So you, if you raise the specter of not complying with the wishes of the state, 
the state can make life very, very difficult for you by constricting to a maximum degree the amount of credit that you can have, and that can actually threaten your life. So this is a, 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 a direction we don't want to go in. We certainly don't want centralized control over digital currency in the hands of the Fed. We want to go in the other direction. Ultimately, it would be nice to see the Fed eliminated. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is that you know, Ron Paul proposed that approach and was right. His sound reasoning was really quite popular for a time we've uh, oftentimes reflect upon his great book and the Fed. That is something that uh, ought to be taken seriously. The Federal Reserve System, by constricting the availability of uh, the money supply and uh, by trying to predict how to direct the economy, interferes so greatly in our ability to achieve our own destiny that they're responsible for taking money out of your pocket, uh, to tell you the truth. I mean, they're responsible for largely causing inflation. Yeah, that, that is the source of it. And, and, and that's that's why uh, when when you hear uh, people saying, hey, look, you know, uh, well, we got to get the Fed to raise interest rates to bring inflation down and no one addresses the actual source, which is this government spending, which is actually just an authorization to the Fed to pump money into the market. So it's the Fed that caused the inflation at the behest of Congress using yeah. no constraints on spending. And you, you just can't have that system with no checks. You can't have people, you know, a small group of people determining the fate of 350 million Americans. And let's talk about the moronic, moronic foreign policy that has also accelerated this, you know, the spending without a uh, limit. Uh, and I've seen some um, position uh, papers from the current crop of, of Republican presidential candidates, and most of them at least, thank goodness, are showing uh, opposition to Biden's for, and disastrous foreign policy on Ukraine and Russia. And we're not saying Putin's a good guy. That's not the point of this. But to and it just dump money into Ukraine, which was never a, a, a Western-style democracy or freedom-loving country, but was a buffer, in a sense, for Europe uh, You know, against maybe Russian incursion. But to bring them into NATO was a direct assault, and it, it invited what, what, what we're seeing today. And then, of course, what we see is the military-industrial complex absorbing all of this money that's being printed. And, well, look at what's happened now. Russia and China have met together, and they're talking about using the, the, the Chinese yuan for payments of all the oil. And, of course, that's going to destroy the dollar even further as the world reserve currency, meaning all that inflation that we've exported for decades and decades is coming back even faster than we've already witnessed it. This is, again, a disastrous economic, foreign, you name the policy of the Biden administration. And if Republicans don't stand against this, then I don't know how we stop it. Well, we have to have a military that is second to none. But what we have is a military industrial complex that's wasting money by leaps and bounds and no direction from this administration except to make the military woke. Yeah. I mean, the problem that we have is that we're just destroying the readiness of our own forces. We're diminishing their numbers with this outrageous COVID uh, uh, vax and uh, jab mandate that drove out so many people out of the military. And, and they... It continuously erode the strength of our own military and they abusively expend money without accountability. Yeah, none. I mean, here's the here's the here's the point. When you get right down to it, if you want to succeed in this battle against Russia, 
it's a market uh, achievement to have us provide uh, nat liquefied natural gas to Europe and replace Russia because 99% of Russian income is derived from oil and gas. And if we replace those markets by allowing domestic production to increase and getting rid of this. Oh, you, you win without firing a shot. Economically, you win. I think we would win it economically and it would defund uh, Russia and its ability to maintain the war would be severely restricted. Here's the point. We, uh, we, we, we have given over $150 billion to the Ukraine, okay? And that's, uh, that's at a time when our own budget is so out of whack. We have got to be serious about accounting for money, and we have to be strategic in understanding how money is expended. Furthermore, remember that Europe, too, has been pouring money into the Ukraine. And there's no reason why mil uh, weapon systems could not have been sold to the Ukraine, uh, the Ukraine could have been, instead of a loss leader for us, at least in part, it could have been a source of revenue. And uh, why we go about this in this piecemeal fashion, where we don't make clear what our own strategic objectives are, yeah. and we don't have any accountability on the amount of money that's going over there. They started, they said, mm -hmm. they were going to introduce some accountability to this process, but they haven't. And mm -hmm. the reality is, that we have no idea what's going on with the vast resources we. No, they're, they're paying off their lobbyists once again. I and mean, what's going on? We we characterized the Ukraine as a corrupt regime before the the war. We were saying that the oligarchs in the Ukraine were among the most corrupt people on the planet, and here we are pouring money into that country without accountability. What do you think's happening? I mean, I I think we need to have a very strict audit of what's going on find out what's happening. But in the bigger picture, if we want to defeat Russia, we've got to get the oil and gas of the United States out of the ground and be able to export it again by becoming energy independent and enable Europe to be weaned from oil and gas from Russia. Look at what this policy has done, Jonathan. It has driven two enemies, Russia and China. They were not super friendly now into each other's arms. And now all of that that they weren't selling to, or can't sell to Europe uh, goes to China. China and says that's all because of the idiocy of the Biden administration, exactly. yeah. and because of our failure uh, on a number of fronts. Not only is it a failure of Biden to articulate a clear policy and to stand up for American interests, but it's also a failure of his domestic agenda, which is destroying our economy and has driving everybody into poverty. I mean, if you want to be able to be the strongest nation in the world, you've got to be economically the number one nation in the world. And what's happening is that they're cleaning our clock while this administration is ravaging our economy and destroying our ability to be energy independent and the national security that is associated with energy independence. China and Russia are forging these relationships and expanding their power around the world. And we're doing nothing to build stronger alliances in the rest of the world with the United States. We're making simple overtures, we're doing standard military drills, but we're not building the kind of economic relationships mm -hmm. that we need. And the reason is that we're shutting down our own economy. We're shutting it down for this climate change initiative gone a wild. It's an absolute radical, a socialist initiative using climate change as a Trojan horse to deliver socialism to America, take over all the means of production, 
Yeah. And and have government in the position of dictating ultimately, as we're talking about with ESG, who gets to be in business and who doesn't. You want to talk about a ruination of the greatest economy in the world? That's it. That's yep. happening right now. And Biden's all in on that. He wants to see everybody impoverished for what? Some of global takeover of America. I just got a, a text in from my buddy. He's originally from Germany, Jonathan. I've had him on this show. He's been my insider at the World Bank for many years. He's no longer there, but he used to be with the EBRD, which really had a lot of in, in, interplay with Russia. That's where I've learned about what this Putin guy is really all about and how vicious it is and, and not like the media would cover it. But he says now in Germany, they are pushing a CO2 budget for each citizen. They have to choose between flying, eating and heating. You can't have it all. I mean, this is where this is going, folks. And they want that in America, in the United States, to where you'll have to choose, you know, based oh, yeah. on the CO2, a personal CO2 budget if they get their way. They want to get rid of your gas stove. They want to get rid of your car. They want to get rid of your ability to do anything. That All freedom over based on a, a false premise that CO2 is a toxic poison rather than a necessary element in the production right. of food around the world. You know, plants depend upon CO2. So actually, the more CO2 is in the environment to a degree, yes, the greater the degree of plant life. And that means more sustainable animal life. And it means a better planet. Uh, and the plants, of course, produce oxygen. So it's better for human life as well. Mm -hmm. Well, you go in this reverse direction where every single CO2 particle is an enemy of the state and you drive it out of existence, you're going to diminish plant life on the planet. You actually are. That's one thing that you can count on. You diminish CO2 levels, you will diminish plant life. At what point do you realize that the, the 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 woke agenda, whether it be ESG environmentalism, that's phony, not real environmentalism, uh, is it is a desire to eliminate humans or reduce the population significantly? Uh, you know, not not in any way considering the cost of, of the loss of life. However, they are inducing it, and it's just an anti-human agenda. Well, that's right. Alex Epstein, you know, very well describes what's going on in his book on fossil fuels. And uh, what he explains there is that a lot of these advocates of uh, the zero CO2 are also advocates of zero population growth and are also advocates, uh, the belief, they uh, harbor this belief that humans and the environment are antithetical, that either you have a, a safe environment and human life is, is diminished and destroyed, or you have flourishing human life and no environment. That's nonsense. There is a middle path that we've lived through for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, and that is man is a part of the environment, and we as an intelligent species are capable of being safe stewards of the environment. But this idea that we have to commit suicide as a species in order for the environment to survive is utter nonsense. And furthermore, their modeling is absurd. Their idea that uh, they, they predicted in the 60s that we would be non-existent, that our whole, the whole world would implode. First, they said there would be an, a global ice age that would destroy us. Then they said that, no, the, the polar ice caps are going to melt and that we're actually going to uh, be drowned uh, by, by the oceans overcoming the, the, uh, the lands. And this whole idea that this would happen because of greenhouse gases um, has been uh, re rebuffed a number of times. There simply is no model that has proven true that they've developed. And the real reason is that they don't take into account factors that go against the model.
Mm-hmm. They only have they have limited myopic assumptions that don't take into account all of the pertinent variables. And so you can always conclude that if man is using in, uh, resources and those resources are X uh, quantitative amount, that they will be uh, completely eliminated. What they don't take into account is what Julian Simon did, which is the ultimate resource, the human mind, and our adaptivity as a uh, free market in a free market. Mm-hmm. So as costs go up for a particular resource, we search for alternatives that are less expensive. And we end up oftentimes with synthetics or other things that are less expensive. And the result is that we don't have a crash in our standard of living because of invention, because of the brilliance of the human mind. These people don't like invention. They don't want the economy to flourish. They want to destroy it because their goal is zero CO2. Well, you know, as I sit here and breathe, I'm producing CO2. That's why they're going to put a CO2 budget on human beings like they try in Germany. I mean, are you telling me that I can't breathe? Well, yes, they are. Actually, they're saying that there needs to be zero CO2 production. Well, every animal on Earth that is a mammal is producing CO2. Well, Mm, gee, I guess all of us are going to have to go. Well, this well, is insane, isn't it? It I mean, absolutely is. It's and absolutely the, insane. And your point is uh, they, they draw a box and you can't question anything outside of that box. The box is, is uh, uh, self-affirming or self-fulfilling prophecy in their minds. And, uh, you know, we, when I talked to Joel Salatin, the farmer, uh, you know, they don't want animals on, on farms. They want you to monocrop or synthetically produce in a lab meat fake meat for instance that's you know the argument is that the only way we'll save the planet is like wait a second these age-old practices in farming and animal husbandry in the you know more not in a CAFO not a factory farm setting but in a setting that allows for the recycling and the sequestration of carbon you actually produce a healthier planet by the use of animals as well instead of monocropping and relying on synthetic pesticides and everything just to grow things that you'll end up turning into what alcohol fuel for instance and poison the, the planet with more glyphosate. We don't need more glyphosate. Uh, so there are ways to go about the things that our ancestors have done forever and be better and healthier for it and have a cleaner environment for it. But they won't consider any of that, much less the innovations in the free market for the use of what they call fossil fuels, oil, et cetera, to be able to burn it more efficiently so that the, uh, the exhaust is much cleaner. I mean, those things are available to us and have happened over decades. But that would stop everything, as I said, and cause us to go back into caves or 15-minute cities. Rather than having, rather than rely on what has always failed, which is a centralized government approach in which academic bureaucrats decide for the rest of us what our energy future will be, they have done that in this administration by saying our energy future will be solar and wind, both of which are intermittent and unreliable energy sources. Rather than having that top-down government control approach, communism, what we ought to do instead is inspire individualism, inspire the individual to do what is necessary to reduce pollution and to come up with innovative means of doing it. Not a one-size-fits-all government approach, but millions of Americans engaged in serious inquiry to find ways to apply Uh, means to reduce pollution in their respective industries. So we'll have different answers in different industries. Now, this is what worked to produce very clean natural gas. 
Natural gas is extraordinarily clean and it's reliable and it is uh, uh, that we have ample sources to create natural gas, not least of which is the massive coal reserves in the United States, which can be used through modern technology to create pure and, and, uh, and refined natural gas from coal. Yeah. And, you know, it's I mean, these sorts of things need to be allowed to flourish because I'll tell you why we can not only have two dollar a gallon gas and be economically uh, in the best shape we have ever been in the history of the world. But we can also be in a position to ensure the national security of this country by opening up markets all around the world to cheap natural gas and, and oil liquefied natural gas. Yeah, and then. When these these difficult foreign policy issues with with enemies of America without firing a shot and wasting well, look, if we don't if we don't get our act together and realize what a uh, a, a a folly it is to go down this path of intermittent unreliable energy and destruction of the fossil fuel industry domestically if we don't get our act together and realize that that's going to destroy us re- recognize that the Chinese are going to fill in it's not that there isn't going to be oil and gas oh, yeah. being around the planet. It just means that the source is going to shift uh, consistently from the United States and Europe to Mm -hmm. the rest of the world. And what do I mean by the rest of the world? I mean, China and Russia. Where they don't have any environmental control. Because the world is using fossil fuels. And as a matter of fact, the only way the world will be a better planet, truthfully, both environmentally and uh, from a national security energy standpoint, is if fossil fuels are the central means of obtaining energy until such time as something like fusion, hydrogen fusion, or something like that is actually developed. The point is, this is premature, it's government directed, and it's abusive. What instead we ought to do is trust in the individual to come up with the answers. Those answers have always been profound because they work economically. Government answers don't have to be tested to work economically. They're just Uh, coercion, imposition of the state compelling people to use systems whether they work or not. Well, I'll tell you, it's politically advantageous for the Biden administration to give all this money to China to build uh, solar panels and windmills, Uh, but it is not in our economic interest. It is not in our national security interest. And furthermore, it is directly contrary to what we know work to help the environment. And what works to help the environment is free market environmentalism, in which you have individuals coming up with solutions that are best for their own business and industry. Because inefficient and costly, people want to reduce pollution. The history of our whole Western Mm -hmm. civilization in the United States has been constantly innovating to reduce pollution. But Jonathan, you know, in the mainstream media, the legacy media, they don't even allow a, a, an intelligent discussion on this topic. It, yeah. It's like you, Jonathan, want to destroy the planet because you don't want it. And of course, that's the furthest thing from the truth. As we've said, innovation within freedom is such that allowed for the use of these fuels in a cleaner and cleaner way from the time you were children. gone over the edge. The problem with them is that they have not just said we need a clean environment. What they've said instead is that we need a clean environment even if it destroys mankind. Mm -hmm. And what they don't understand is if you destroy the American economy, you destroy our national security, and you destroy our country 
because there are wolves out there who want to eat us and they will eat us. They will devour us as soon as it becomes possible to do so. And they are pushing our country into a state of feebleness that invites our total destruction. If they don't wake up, they're going to experience the horrors of a total loss of liberty and a total destruction of everything they take for granted. All these boneheads who are advocating these approaches are the last who would accept not flying on an airplane to their vacation spot or not joining John Kerry in a global tri trip around the planet or Joe Biden using Air Force One. Or, I mean, these people are absolute hypocrites. They, on the one hand, say for you, you can have no pollution. But for them, pollution is a convenience. They can have it when they want it. It's outrageous. Yeah, it is. Uh, folks, uh, the, the winning message, of course, is freedom. But then again, uh, there are a number of uh, significant percentage or perhaps of Americans that have been dissuaded from freedom, have been argued, uh, uh, you know, in a way or beaten in a way that they believe freedom is what caused all of our problems. And look, let's be honest, even Republicans have abandoned freedom in many ways uh, and, and placated the word, but not really understood the definition. You know, where in freedom it is, in fact, we can we solve problems much more innovatively, uh, creatively, economically, viably, all of that. Uh, but we are told for some reason in our lifetime that, oh, no, 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 only these centralized expert planners. And you found out how much these experts were right about anything in COVID the last three years. And you'll realize you do not want centralized bureaucrat, government controlled experts or globalist experts because they're only expert in imprisoning us, in in, in destroying freedom and innovation and, uh, you know, foisting agendas that, well, take away the humans or try to destroy the human spirit. That, that is just, like I said, anti-human. I, I want to talk about a spiritual war. Uh, you know, there The COVID experience showed to us what happens when you have a government-mandated uh, solution to a complex biological problem. Mm -hmm. Disaster. I mean, what we had was we denied physicians the freedom to treat patients as best they, they real, you know, knew how to do with the resources available to them. We denied them that freedom. We instead told them what to do. And we also locked our whole society down, closed businesses, denied people the right to go to places of worship, denied people the right to go to school, kids to go to school, allowed all of the horrors associated with the psychological harm done to kids to manifest themselves in spades with no change in course and the results have been utterly disastrous. We have lost so many lives that could have been saved. We have lost so much intervention by the medical community and innovation mm -hmm. in the medical community. We have lost time. And the reason is that they snuffed out any uh, and censored any innovation, mm -hmm. any discussion of ways to reduce the severity of the illness, any interest in using non-governmental approved methods was wiped out. Any criticism of the vaccine was censored. We had a police state operating over the freedom of speech and press. I mean, you and I experienced that, Robert, oh, yeah. where we would try to, to criticize or articulate another approach, and it would be banned from the internet. I mean, big tech was colluding with the White House to wipe out any criticism of the government's preferred approach. And so, in retrospect, as history proves, we will see 
that the approach taken actually resulted in tens of thousands of deaths that could have been prevented. Arguably more, I would say. I know you're being conservative there. And and I look at the, the three years that we have now stats over, that first year, 2020, there was no appreciable increase in all-cause mortality deaths until the next year when they introduced, guess what, the COVID jabs. Then suddenly, all-cause mortality rates went up. And it doesn't make sense in a true pandemic. So there was problems for certain segments well, of the and population. They lied to us. And yeah. it became a propaganda uh, exactly. They lied to us. Fauci lied to us from the very start. Lied to us about the origins of COVID-19. Co colluded with our enemies to produce it through gain of function. Was actually responsible for it. Has the blood of it on his hands of over a million American. And suppressed Americans. any knowledge of any alternative to treat it, which was successful, so they could bring in the COVID jab. You got the jab, you wouldn't get the disease. Lied to us that if you got the jab, you wouldn't carry the disease. Lied to us that uh, one jab would probably be sufficient, or two jabs would probably be sufficient. Then they go through this whole booster thing. Utterly ridiculous. Ends up with uh, proof of efficacy for an ever-diminishing window where they have a greater and harder time to prove any efficacy from the jab at all. And then all the adverse events that they hid from us. Yeah. All of the information about people actually having adverse reactions to this. And then the adverse event reports uh, arguing that, no, it's safe and effective. They kept telling us, hitting us over the head again and again. Those ads still mm -hmm. are running. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Realize all these adverse event reports. I guess it wasn't safe and effective for them. All the people who died as a result of adverse reactions. I guess it wasn't safe and effective for them. Or those suffering the injuries. Where we denied people the right to go to work. We said you had to be jabbed or you couldn't go to work. We forced people to uh, jab their kids or else not be able to go to school. All of this is just totalitarianism. We forced people to wear masks on public transit. We forced people, even though they had no proof of efficacy. You got Fauci up there saying, wear one mask. Oh, no, wear two. Oh, no, wear three. Three masks are good. And all of that is bunk. You got a, you got a nanoparticle passing through a single strand of thread. Mm -hmm. For my friends who lean left politically, you, you know, this is a wake up for you as well to recognize this Hegelian dialectic played on us all. Uh, we need to get out of that and recognize that the centralization of response, for instance, to any ailment, illness, disease, real or imagined, engineered or natural, uh, is uh, the the approach that has created more injury and death than this the, the initial thing that came out that turns out was engineered yet it wasn't seemingly harming the vast majority of the people that had very little vulnerability especially the young people that they targeted with these jabs and fda even recently said yeah we've approved the jab for those younger ages as well based on what need much less safety and efficacy i want to remind you if you haven't watched it it's available for free the documentary that i took part in called utah safe and effective question mark is available at utahsafeandeffective.org and it goes into the institutional conflicts of interest and that's a big part of jonathan what you're aware of and what i wish everybody in in politics in in congress in the senate was aware of Rand paul is certainly aware of it and this is why i want jonathan emord in the senate even more senator Rand paul and representative uh, chip roy are introducing legislation to eliminate fauci's niaid to institute some level of checks and balances back in where there has been none and this is a big, big move. The Daily Caller first obtained a copy. I've got it linked up in the show notes today, which is titled the NIH Reform Act. 
The bill would specifically replace the NIAID with three separate national research institutes that would be led by directors subject to Senate confirmation and limited to no more than two five-year terms. Again, centralizing the power and making it competitive. Checks and balances. And and you know what? It would be better if we actually did more, but I'm telling you, this thing thing is a good uh, bill. And it immediately answers the question of, if you have a, a successor to Fauci with that much power in a dictatorial position, are they just going to behave like Fauci? And the answer is yes. Of course, or worse. Get rid of the office. You want to get rid of the office? I mean, Fauci betrayed the United States. The greatest betrayal of our country in our history is Anthony Fauci. He betrayed us. He caused this whole thing to happen. And he was put in place to do just that. And they, they knew his character and they found another yeah. guy or gallery. It doesn't matter. But. It's it's a nasty situation. You've got a system that is broken, that is actually harming us. And they think it's not broken. They love it. They want the next successor. They want, they want global. They would not, they would stop until the world health organization could do what NIAID does. Yeah. So we've got to get back to doctor patient relationships, individual freedom of choice, allowing the individual with medical consult of their choosing to decide for themselves what's best for themselves and their family and stop trying to collectivize everything. Stop trying to say this disease has common characteristics in every person. We've seen it it manifests itself with different symptoms in every person who's contracted the disease. And they try to categorize and generalize and socialize this whole thing. The real solution to the problem is treating each patient uniquely individually. and individually and enabling them to get the best care. That's how you win in battling disease. You don't win by giving everybody a simple answer, jab. That's it. All they gave us was that answer. Giving us a simple answer, wear a mask. Really? And people actually believed mm-hmm. that by wearing a mask, they were protecting themselves because the government hammered that. Fauci over and over again, Burks over and over again, lied to us. They knew that this was not the answer. They knew that this would not work, but they told us it's part of crowd control. You generate, you want power, you make people afraid. You want to, you want to cause them to give up their liberties, make them terrified, make them absolutely paranoid. If you do that, they'll follow you. If you say you have the answer. And that's what they did. They said we had the answer. The answer is these jabs. The answer is wearing a mask. We're going to get through this. There are going to be some deaths. And boy, oh boy, did they have a lot of deaths. Yeah. Did it change the trajectory of COVID in the United States? Not one iota. It didn't change anything. The only thing that it did is make matters worse. Yes. It made matters worse for every single American, every single child in America. Set us back years in education made kids commit suicide, caused kids to be desocialized when they needed socialization the most, caused them to have to live in fear every day from a false representation of lethality. We were told that, oh my goodness, this is going to kill everybody. Well, they gave us that scare tactic. Yeah, it was a lethal disease for some, but it wasn't a lethal disease for most. And the reality was it was going into the endemic phase. And when it was going into the endemic phase, it wasn't lethal, mm-hmm. it was far less lethal than it had been. So 
what we were told and what we're still being told is this hype that boy, oh boy, you get COVID and you're in big trouble. You're going to die. Yeah. Well, the reality is that almost no one dies from COVID. And a lot of people died on respirators. A lot of people died because they didn't allow doctors the freedom to choose how to treat their patients. Exactly. Uh, by the way, the legislation that we're talking about from Senator Rand Paul is also co-sponsored by uh, U Utah Senator Mike Lee, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn, Indiana Senator Mike Braun, and Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. Wherever you are, you want to get your senators involved in supporting that or the House bill equivalent as well. Uh, and, and I'm not saying, and, and neither are you, it's, it's like the solution to everything, but it's a step. It's a good step. We need to get checks and balances, just like in our own government. Those checks and balances have been yeah, abandoned. Decentralization. Every time we move towards decentralization of the medical bureaucracy, the better. Because what we have in place now is a system that is grinding out the same mantra. That is, government will give the answer. You wait. Scientists are at work. They will come up with a consensus. And here's the answer. The reality is that scientific debate is the answer. Scientific debate, allowing people freedom of choice. Uh, you're dealing with a novel disease, okay? So you need to have novel solutions, not one, but thousands. Try them all, uh, debate about them, have scientific inquiry, publish it, and allow free and open public participation in the debate. That's called the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. What have we done as a nation when we founded this nation in 1791 when we introduced the first uh, amendments to the Constitution, 1793, when we adopted the the uh, First Amendment, what did we do? We created, we, we cast our all on the notion that the best choice for our people is to be free, is to have freedom of speech and press and to debate, and that out of that would come solutions. And we were right. We had the greatest, most innovative nation on earth, and they shut it down when we needed it the most. We needed freedom the most to deal with this disease, and they shut it down. You want freedom? Join Jonathan E. Mord this afternoon slash evening, and this is happening uh, at the uh, Madison at the Mill. Uh, I don't know what city is that near. What is that? The, the city? It's in Orange, Virginia. Orange, Virginia, 630 to 8.30 p.m. this very night, Thursday, March 23rd. If you're listening later, uh, you missed it, and that's okay. We've got three events next week that I'll be with Jonathan. I'll be emceeing the event, and, uh, man, I'm just honored to be with you, my brother. Emord4va.com, Emord4va.com, and go under the events tab. Mm -hmm. See there the three events. We have one in Lynchburg that March starts right? Yeah. One in Richmond, actually Glen Allen, Virginia on, on the, the 30th. 30th. And then we have one in Leesburg on the 31st. Radio ads are now going across the state uh, announcing the events. We're hoping to have big crowds at these events. If you love liberty, go. Yeah. We really need you to be there. We need to show the media that we actually have the power in the state of Virginia, that free people who love liberty and who want to fight for this country against those who are socialists and want to take our country away, that we are in the majority. So we have to show that majority. And I know this is, it's hard because, you know, my name recognition is on the rise, but I'm not a household name. So people are saying, well, why should I come to these events? Come because you believe in freedom. Come, bring your flag, yeah. come to the event and make a stand. If you're outside the state and can make it into the state for this, come, come on. on. 
Yeah. Come on over. I mean, we want our country to be defended against the enemies of liberty. And we are standing up to do that. And we need your help. So come on to these events. They're fantastic. We've got great music entertainment, great spiritual. We've got fantastic uh, gospel music singers. Mm. I mean, this one uh, gospel music singer we have uh, has sung before four presidents and frequently sings at NFL football games, the national anthem. She's phenomenal. She's going to be singing a number of songs. And she's just, the, her voice is just in, absolutely incredible. Then we have uh, a world-renowned tenor, Aaron Petty, who's going to sing uh, Amazing Grace as a tribute to the fallen that Robert is go going to be participating in. And that's accompanied by bagpipes. I mean, it's don't worry, I'm not singing. I'm just going to be <laughs> referencing yeah, those. Yeah. That's that's at the very end when we want people to leave. <laughs> yeah, then I'll say Robert's going to sing. Uh, he's going to do top forty songs. Robert <laughs> Scott Bell, you know, everybody run. No, I won't sing. I promise. But we're going to have a great time, and it'll be an inspirational time. I know that you'll have some words to share about freedom, and you know, as I said reaching across the uh, proverbial divide. Uh, and in Youngkin as a Republican, somehow he managed to win. And I think it was because the, the Dems played their, their overplayed their hand on. Well, also he won because of a book that uh, I just finished reading a little while ago, right here. Parents, Parents of the World Unite. Prior. Nice. Great book. And uh, it documents what happened in Loudoun County. And it also shows the groundswell of parents that actually led to uh, the Yunkin victory. It's a really good book because it shows you that this whole woke army, which is another great book, of mm -hmm. uh, Azra Nomani. Uh, I just finished reading this a little while ago. This is Azra Nomani's book, Woke Army. Yeah. Fantastic book that explains the union of radicals that has formed it across the country what is in reality terrorist cells. And these people are dedicated to destroying the United States. They're heavily funded by George Soros. You'd be shocked the amount of money that Soros is giving all these different groups yeah. that are dedicated to the destruction of the United States. I mean, people don't realize this, but across the United States, it's not just that there are cells of people who are terrorists who are intent on blowing things up, but there are also cells of people being uh, financed by Soros and others that are dedicated to tearing things down. Yeah. through the institutions. So they get on school boards, they run for local office, they, they're the Soros-backed uh, district attorneys. These people want to destroy our whole country from the inside out, destroy the criminal justice system, destroy the system of education, destroy local government, so that you have no defense against a, a radical uprising by the other sources of terrorism. You got Biden opening the, the floodgates to terrorists coming into the United States by having no border protection at all. So those people are coming in who are violent, yes, but they're not the only ones who are terrorists. There are domestic terrorists who are intent on tearing things down. So we have two kinds of terrorists. The others aren't named terrorists, the ones who are here for that purpose. But what Azra Nomani has done in this book, she's named names, mm -hmm. she's actually identified the groups, and she's explained their activities in the United States. You have an article on uh, Town Hall that we have linked up in the show notes as well that gives an overview of this, and I encourage everybody to read it. It's a headline, Nomani Exposes the Woke Army. It's more than you think it is. Like I said, Jonathan, you're, you're doing justice just getting the set, set up right and helping people understand that you know there are a lot more threats than we're hearing about. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to realize that we can no longer take for granted that 
things are going to go without uh, a hitch in any institution because I'm telling you what is happening. I mean, we used to take for granted that our kids were being educated in reading, writing, and arithmetic when they went to grade school and that their teachers cared about their futures and were dedicated to protecting them. Well, there are a lot of good teachers in this country and a lot in Virginia, but there are administrators over them who are pushing this woke agenda and who are actually dedicated to turning little kids into Marxists mm. and making them entirely insecure and vulnerable and manipulatable, if that's a word, um, based on this whole gender fragility idea that your gender can be fluid. It can, you can be a boy one day, a girl the next day or whatever. And this is leading to horrific consequences. And this whole idea, they're just shaking their sense of security. So when you make little boys, girls, and little, little uh, uh, girls uh, uh, restrooms combined, you obviously, when they're teens and so on, you're putting girls at risk. You're also destroying their sense of privacy. So you make them victimized just by going to school. This is insane. Likewise, when you take girls sports, there are biological differences that they're denying exist. There are yeah. biological differences between boys and girls. Biological girls in general do not have the muscle mass and the we were taught that it wasn't a good thing to beat up women yeah, or so girls. You put, it's you put like, biological boys and biological girls sports and then you destroy girls sports. You destroy their ability to compete. And where are the feminists defending the right of women to have their own ability to excel in sports and athletics without having to compete with biological males? I don't think that's unreasonable. And it's not. I mean, it's just we're just dealing with biological facts about yeah. the difference in strength and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So why is it then that the courts frequently are deciding these cases in the woke direction? It, yeah, it goes into how they've been placed in that and where the Soros money is going to support that agenda. Jonathan Emord, we're about out of time, and I know you need to run to the event. Uh, today, I wish I could be with you, but I'm excited. Next week, I'll be heading out after the show on Tuesday when I have uh, Dr. Robert Rekirk on the show with me. Then I'm heading over to your way, and we're going to have a great three-day tour. I wish Dr. Rekirk could come. See if you can talk to him and see if you can get someone, see if he can come up here with his crew. Yeah, exactly. I know that the ANH USA, they may, I don't know if they still have offices in the Virginia area because I know that some, like Gretchen, have moved down to Atlanta over the years. But yeah, I'd love to see them plug into what we're doing and what you're doing. And they are, I know, 100% behind you and support of you. Yes, sir. All right, Jonathan Emore, right. Sacred Fire of Liberty. My friend, we've got so many adventures yet to come, and they're exciting because they're restoring not only hope, but uh, the uh, the promise, if you will, of those that set the stage for freedom in our lifetime. Yes, we have the choice to lose it. We're not going to give have, up on liberty, Robert. Yeah, we have the choice to regain right. it, too. Right. And you know what? We're going to yeah. win this. You know why? Because the overall course of history really is in favor of liberty. Those who take liberty away may take it away. Mm -hmm. But in the end, regardless, people are not going to be slaves. No, they just, You cannot keep people enslaved. You can try, but it's, it's not going to work here. The Sacred Fire of Liberty rekindled every week with Jonathan Emord here on the Robert Scott Bell Show and in his run for the United States Senate in Virginia, emord4va.com, linked up at robertscottbell.com. I'm going to see if I can uh, get cleaned up and, and look a lot nicer in the second hour after having come back from the gym early to get Jonathan Emord on the show for his get him ready for his event this afternoon. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, Robert. All Bye. right. God bless you, my brother. And thank you all for being here. It's so wonderful to joy, share the joy 
That is freedom, the message of freedom, health, freedom, and healing liberty. And that's something that brings us together. So stand by for a whole other hour of broadcast healing. I might look a little different when I come back from this break, but uh, say thanks to those that support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty right here at robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the newsletter as well. We've got our AMA coming up on Saturday. We'll tell you about other upcoming events as well when we come back from this break because the power to heal is yours. Yes, we're back and refreshed, ready for hour two, cranking up this uh, March 23rd edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. There's Super Don, Super D. What's happening, my brother? We got a, a new guest this hour, too, coming up in a few minutes. Are you with me? Does that thing work? No, we lost his microphone. All right, that's all right. I can talk. I'm used to that. I play I play that radio game for a long time. <laughs> for those of you new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, uh, this is a... Uh, Something I've been doing since 1999, open up the microphone in Atlanta all those years ago, once a week, and then going syndicated once a week for many years, and now five slash six days a week, uh, and bringing a message of health, freedom, and healing liberty back as Super Don scratches his head wondering, what the heck is going on with his, uh, <laughs> his microphone? Now, I will tell you, I, and we mentioned last hour with Jonathan Emore, a number of events, including today and then next week in Virginia. But if you go to the upcoming events tab at the Robert Scott Bell Show webpage, robertscottbell.com, just click on that tab, open it up in a window of its own or, you know, the existing one, and you'll see we've got online events uh, right after the eMort events next week, uh, the th 31st, the night of the 31st, and the, and the daytime, uh, 1st and 2nd of April, we'll be at Clearwater Beach for a mind-body-soul restoration event, thanks to Nutritional Frontiers. So there's a few seats left. I say seats, but I mean, it's active. A few... A tickets left for that event. If you want to join us on the beach in Clearwater, April 1st and 2nd, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then we have the uh, big event in Utah coming up later in April, the 21st and 22nd. That is the Mountain America Expo Center is hosting the Be Healthy Utah event, behealthyutah.com. If you want to join in, in fact, I'm going to be doing some free ticket giveaways. So I want you to think about if you're in or want to get to the Utah area and be part of that Friday, Saturday event, April 21st and 22nd, uh, let me know. I may I may get you in for free. Uh, it's not that expensive, but even so, if, if I could save you a few bucks, I love doing that. And that's why all the uh, uh, discount codes are available in one place as well. If you hit the more tab, the tab that says M-O-R-E, more, it, it, it opens up and then you can go to the, the place and space that shows you all the great deals that we get you on, on the wonderful things that we uh, utilize and promote here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Then a big event later in April, Functional Medicine Summit in Expo, Nashville, Tennessee, thanks to the Warners. And we've got a great group of folks coming in. And not everybody is even on the list that's coming, including the Nurse Freedom Network, Nurse Michelle from Nurses Out Loud, uh, Judy Mikovits, uh, Christina Parks. I mean, this is just a wonderful group of people. And then not long after that, we've got the, uh, let's see, it's May 27th through May 29th. That's a Memorial Day weekend, St. Louis, Missouri. We just added this to the list, the fifth annual Advanced medicine conference thanks to my buddy dr rasha Batar, and we got quite a lineup for that event as well so add st louis missouri into the mix of your upcoming plans and events then another missouri event uh july 14th through 16th that is the uh family union on the goody family farm or homestead 
And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and reunioning and unioning and eating some organic pie, enjoying some music, all kinds of good things. Uh, later in the year, September 14th through 17th, that's the Las Vegas Biomed Expo. And I know we were going to add another event in Boise, Idaho, it looks like, uh, coming up early June, I believe that is. And, uh, well, we'll get you more information as soon as that's confirmed. So, Super Don does no idea what he's going on, what's going on. Uh, let's see, do you have the guest that we have scheduled this hour uh, to bring him in? And I see if I can hear him. I don't hear anything. Nope. Do you need to reboot everything? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to carry on talking about some things that I want to talk about now, uh, including uh, just a shout out to my friend Babri from Folium PX, the super antioxidant. This is the thing that's I call it Chernobyl level. He comes from uh, Georgia, Tbilisi, when it was uh, occupied by the Soviet Union, and he, and he left to go to Israel in the early 70s. He made it to America, and he brought this formulation which is a powerful antioxidant, super antioxidant, in fact. And this is the thing that got my mom dancing again at 80, well, 88 and now 89. And it's a three-pronged approach, the Folium uh, PX super antioxidant. And then you have the Folium PX immuno, and this is the immuno. And then the third month through, you go for the uh, Folium PX relax, foliumpx.com, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X.com, code RSB10 uh, to get your discount, RSB10 to get the discount. Now, I mentioned, I, I think I jumped a little bit early into, a, a, I think, an important story uh, about the, if it's not the total elimination of the NIAID, it comes pretty close. And it's a step in the right direction. It's not fully uh, the step I would like to do, which would be dismantle it altogether. It was a story about Rand Paul um, and, and, and a few others who are looking to dismantle the NIAID. And there are a few senators that are on board on this. There's probably going to be a House uh, uh, version of it, House of Representatives version. And, and, you know, they say to eliminate Fauci's NIAID. It's not technically Fauci's, but Fauci was given keys to the kingdom. It was his fiefdom. And over many decades, he decided what would get funded and what wouldn't in terms of scientific inquiry. And I've known about the criminality of Fauci so long, for so long, as I began to study in the 1990s when I became a homeopath, a natural medicine guy, and realized that the entirety of the HIV AIDS causation hypothesis was pretty much a scam, that they actually destroyed the lives of people who were destroyed by, well, certain behaviors, yes, that were not, uh, let's just say, hygienic, but that led to uh, overgrowth or imbalances and opportunistic infections, sexually transmitted infections that were treated on and on and on and on and on over and over and over again by antibiotics, chemical or chemotherapy that destroys, utterly decimates the home for the microbiome, which is the seat of your immune system. And that was just utterly destroying the lives of many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the world to believe that the only thing that could save them are drugs, drugs and more drugs. In fact, the psychological operations or psyops resulted in uh, the primary community affected by the immune collapse called AIDS begging, demanding an experimental medication that was originally on the market to treat cancer that was proven to be so toxic it killed cancer patients. And so somebody had the great idea, let's convince these folks to beg for demand, outrageous demands that they make AZT, AZT available for people with what, what they called AIDS. And turns out that killed hundreds of thousands of people, not AIDS per se, not HIV at all, but the drug for it that was a failed chemo drug. It was so toxic. Hey, yeah, let's give it to people with no immune systems. And guess who was supporting that, playing that out? 
Anthony Fauci, and the scientists and doctors who saw through the scam, like Professor Peter Duisberg and many others that I would interview over the years since I opened the microphone in 1999, uh, pointed out that Fauci was the criminal prohibiting any scientific inquiry or studies to be approved and funded that would look at any other causes, real causes of the immune collapse known as AIDS. And so um, Duisberg, who, who never got turned down for a grant, youngest member ever elected to the National Academy of Sciences all, all back in the day, suddenly couldn't get a grant to save his life. The only reason he's still there at UC Berkeley is he got tenure, but they tried to drum him out, just like we've seen attacks on good doctors of this day who pointed out hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, zinc, vitamin C, although they should have said copper too, but hey, let's put that aside for a moment, that actually treated patients successfully with a variety of what we call integrative methods. Now, I'm not saying I even needed to use some of those things, but I will credit those that used them and saved many, many lives, but they were denigrated, attacked. In fact, Fauci was part of the cabal that would say, those people don't know what they're doing, those drugs don't work, and then they promoted things like remdesivir that destroyed and decimated the lives of those who may or may not have been actually suffering with what they call COVID. And then were killed again, just like in AIDS, not by an, a retrovirus or a virus or a gain-of-function virus, but killed by drugs and shots that are supposed to treat or prevent those very things. So that scam, unfortunately, lives on because the NIAID is still there through the NIH, and they have I don't know if they've officially replaced Fauci, but whoever goes in there will be chosen for their obedience to the deep, dark medical state and the agenda to profit off of disease, decay, degeneration, and death and minimize or reduce the planet's population so that the people who are left are theoretically easier to control, more malleable. Although I don't know how that's working out because the people that are surviving are largely the ones that see through the lies and do not play well with, with tyrants and are not nice to tyrants. Not like our friends in Canada who gets, you get a Trudeau. But then again, what did we get? We get a Biden who in his own way is, a, is, a, is a, 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 an aimless, absent tyrant, whatever he's being fed to speak or say. I don't think he even knows what he's saying. But the reality is he's promoting tyranny, not only at the centralized bureauc bureaucratic level of the United States, but beyond that into globalism, to World Health Organizations, UN type control over our freedoms or what's left of our freedoms. So it's a step in the right direction that Rand Paul is putting, uh, let's say, a checks and balances that doesn't exist today. It's not as good as I'd like it to see, but incrementally, you regain, you know, the ground of liberty, little small steps at a time. You guys know the quote. Every time Michael Bolden's here, he throws that out and helps us to remind it's not about the big step that makes it all happen. It's about all the little steps at every level. And I'm encouraging you to take those steps at the localist of local level. And for those of you who do appreciate my friend Jonathan Emord, support him in his efforts to get in the United States Senate. We can be benefited by that as well. All right, Super Don, are you back? And is your uh, audio working this time? Let's see if we can uh, get you back into the mix and uh, we'll see if we can get Dr. James Chappelle, Chappelle in, the show. in the show. I hear an, I echo. Hear an echo. Okay, I, okay. Need, I need a mix. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, you are. Oh, you are. Something strange has happened here where... Mm -hmm. It's picking up the, the audio from you, and I can't figure out why that has done that. So That, is, that has not happened since we got these words. No, it's mind. very strange. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I've got the inside baseball here, guys. Uh, <laughs> the microphone is set to 
in Restream, I've got it set to the Roadcaster Pro 2 chat. Isn't that the same thing you set it to? I just I set just it set it to the Roadcaster, the Roadcaster Pro 2 main, main, whatever that is. I'll look, I'll at, look it. at it right now. My audio, My audio to, to Roadcaster Pro 2 main stereo, stereo both of them are set that way. That way. So if you so want, if you want to right reset, now, you're getting the mix. My, you've got yourself coming back to you, right? Well, well, did I, did I reset? Now I'm hearing you through my computer, computer uh, monitors, monitors instead, instead of my, of my headphones. <laughs> that's funny. that's funny. That's something, that's something you changed that made it change for me. me. So now, now, now you're hearing yourself though when you talk, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why it's doing that. Now, now I. Can, I Hear myself. Hear myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it's doing that. It shouldn't be doing that. Well, well are, are we going to get... I don't know because this is good. This is the board. I don't know what's going on here. And I have to <laughs> run like, him like through the board. 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 So, um, yeah, this is a great time for this to happen, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Live on the air. Oh, Every, everybody. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I got to figure out the mix minus situation here. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, you're just going to keep listening to yourself uh, throughout no, the show. I'll, I'll just chat about, about different subjects. subjects. Okay. I can take <laughs> a part of the day. Of the day. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Mute yourself out. Now I can. Now I can do this. All right. So let me go to a question of the day. And you guys, you know, uh, it's we're not getting a lot of them occasionally coming. They're great ones, and I appreciate everybody that takes the time to submit a question. And a lot of these are very challenging. Got me thinking about a lot of things. And I am grateful that you would take the time to send those in. So please do. And you can also call and leave a message at 866-939-BELL, 866-939-2355. I'll check out what's going on in the uh, uh, chat room as well in a moment. But I want to get to the uh, question of the day from Grace. Uh, Grace says, hi, Robert. My father was diagnosed with pericardial constriction. He also has related chronic pleural effusion, one-sided that has resulted in some scarring. Is there an integrative alternative cardiologist in New York you might recommend? Now, there was one, but he's no longer living. And what a great, great man Dr. Steven Sinatra was. Uh, Dr. Steven Sinatra, one of the first cardiologists I ever encountered that was truly holistic and embracing of natural medicine and even things, some of the things I hadn't even heard of. And this is a brief side story I wanna share about my Uncle Bob. You've heard a lot about my Uncle Bob over the years who was a physician. A, a medical doctor, and you know him, and, and now there's a poem that included him in it uh, from Down Under that we read the other day, uh, how he had guided me to think that I'm, I really didn't want to become a doctor. And I was like, Uncle Bob, of course, I want to be a doctor like you. What do you mean I don't want to be a doctor? And he's like, no, you're going to be miserable, and here's all the reasons why, and then kind of listed him out. But I was young at the time, early teens, and I didn't know what he was really saying. He's like, okay, Uncle Bob. But then I continued down that, tra that track until I realized, yes, at 19 years of age, 18, 19, that if I did to others what doctors did to me for the first 18, 19 years of my life at that point, I would be miserable. My Uncle Bob was right. Now, a lot of the reasons why is the destruction of medicine by the inclusion of the pharmaceutical uh, takeover, as well as insurance schemes, all of those things that serve to uh, establish a monopoly in medicine and even restricted and constricted, speaking of a uh, uh, pericardial constriction, how about doctoral restrictions or constrictions, constricted these doctors within the electrified fence of their, their licenses and the licensing boards that would say you're not practicing the standard of care if you dared stray from uh, pharmaceutical drug prescribing. You know, you don't talk about organic diets, don't talk about liver detoxification. None of those things do we do in a pharmaceutical sense. So what are we to do? And, and, you know, one of the guys, again, I met over the years and featured on this show at least a couple of times, 
uh, Dr. Steven Sinatra. Now, how does this tie into my Uncle Bob? Well, when my Uncle Bob was diagnosed with cancer, uh, you know, later in his life, he was a, a, a nuclear medicine doctor. So he obviously worked around radiation a lot, too. But there's probably a lot more to that. He was also in Vietnam. He was exposed to a lot of things. He was a medic and doctor in Vietnam. And he told me stories that you just, man, we, you want to talk about stories that will give you PTSD, just hearing them, the things that he saw. And uh, as, after his diagnosis of, of cancer, of course, he had access. He had the best insurance as a physician. He got all of the, the oncological treatments they could throw at him. Nothing was working. He was getting sicker. And, and finally, he said, I'm done. I'm done with it all. Although he didn't say, actually, I'm done with it all. He went to Stephen Sinatra for guidance. And God bless Stephen Sinatra. He connected him to all kinds of natural things. And when I visited him uh, some months before he passed away, my uncle, uh, he was in a great deal of joy, not pain and suffering at that point. He was on holistic medicines, even some things I had never heard of. I, I, and that was a joke to me and, and my uncle. I was like, you know, I'm a homeopath at this point, all right? That, you know, I, when he's at that age and, and, and suffering from cancer. And I'm like, wow. My uncle, the doctor, is on things I'd never heard of because Stephen Sinatra was all in on holistic things, was amazing. And so, I, you know, I was grateful for Stephen's uh, uh, work to help my uncle as well. But in the last few months of his life, my uncle, I've never seen him happier. He was painting. He was creative. And it was like he found his joy again after telling me or warning me against becoming a physician because of the misery that it would ensue in my uh, experience. And he was right. And that's why I'm so glad that I waited and waited until I figured out or I didn't figure out. God sent me a homeopath to learn from. And then I got to learn the things that helped me do what I do today, two hours a day, plus six days a week. And I think you like it a little bit. Anyway, I'm appreciative of your appreciation, but uh, my best, uh, not advice is request is just share the show. So many people don't know about this message. And if you're uplifted and empowered and sometimes makes you laugh a little bit too, wonderful. I think that we're better off for that. I certainly am to be able to vent like this as well. So back to the question of the day, uh, let's see, it was uh, Grace's father diagnosed with this. Um, now that's when, when I mentioned, oh, I know why, cause she was asking about a New York cardiologist. So ever since then, I don't know enough of another New York based cardiologist. So I have to go to my Arizona based cardiologist, Dr. Uh, Jack Wolfson, the paleo cardiologist. And Grace says, I'm considering it, but he's quite far and rather expensive. Although we are willing to do what we have to do. Any advice and thoughts would be appreciated warmly grace so grace i would say it would be worth it to at least reach out to dr wilson see what options there are let them know that you're a friend of the robert scott bell show and you know if it's too difficult to travel from the new york area all the way to uh, arizona um, maybe he knows of other cardiologists that have holistic and integrative bent like him i don't think there's any, anyone like jack wilson uh, you know of all the years dr jack has been amazing he is amazing uh, that's not to say there couldn't be um, but I just don't know personally any. Um, I would say another person, maybe to contact my buddy Seth from Natural Immunogenics. You guys know the makers of Sovereign Silver, Sovereign Copper, and Argentin 23. Uh, Seth is so connected to the many in the medical community because it, you know his tireless efforts to bring them the silver and the copper and all that we love to do here, that if you reach out to Natural Immunogenics and they're at 888-328-8840, and Grace, this is for you too, 888 Ask for Seth, and he may not be in. He travels a lot, but leave a voice message to say, hey, do you know of any physicians, particularly cardiac-focused in the New York area? Uh, I would love to uh, you know, connect with them. If they, if they, and if they're working with natural immunogenics, you can be sure that they're going to be pretty holistically inclined and natural and integrative. 
So um, this is why um, I also put it out there because I, I can't know everyone. <laughs> I know a lot of people. I know a guy. I know a gal. But uh, in this case, I don't grace particularly in your area. So reach out to the paleocardiologist, Jack Wolfson, and see what you can find. And let me know. Let me know. He's a great guy, and I know he'll help you out. Uh, and uh, that'll be amazing. Superdon's still working on the uh, on fixing the audio issues on his uh, board. We don't know what happened. Some strange mis- mystery is we were going to have Dr. James Chappelle on today. So let me check out the uh, uh, chat room real quick here. Got no plans. I see Leslie's there. Leslie, a new podcast uh, episode of Stay at Home Mom available. Tried it. She tries to do every week. She's amazing. You'll love her voice too. I like to make fun of it, but you'll love her voice. Um, she's uh, just what she's doing is amazing uh, as a, a beyond belief super mom and homeschooler and super wife. And I can't wait that we all have a union slash reunion uh, on the Goody Homestead uh, coming up in July. So that's going to be happening. So thank you, Leslie, for being in the chat room as well. Uh, let's see. What is um, what else is going on? Maybe there's standing up. Oh, Cardio Plus. Oh, yeah, and I guess I should say, as we're making recommendations uh, for things, Stephen is also mentioning red light therapy for the heart issues as well. Uh, the cardio miracle is one of the most miraculous things for cardiovascular health, and I don't know if you've already got your dad on that, but the new formula got rid of all the erythritol, and it's absolutely delicious. I had it the other day at an event, and I would encourage you to look at that. Also, the sovereign copper, which is really critical for repair, along with silica, and that's Alta Silica, uh, A-L-T-A Silica. You get that from Jonathan at ChooseToBeHealthy.com. In fact, a lot of the things I talk about, you can get from Jonathan at ChooseToBeHealthy.com using the discount code RSB5. Um, there are cardio uh, formulas as well from our friends at Nutritional Frontiers. And uh, in addition to the copper, yeah, I'm not saying you don't need zinc, but people have been so focused on zinc that it's it's a little imbalanced. The growth, the regeneration in the absence of adequate copper, uh, becomes somewhat uncontrolled, out of control, not appropriate. And so zinc is important and essential as it is in the absence of copper can become problematic. So make sure you're getting that sovereign copper in every day and or uh, taking, you know, liver, uh, desiccated liver from grass-fed animals or if you actually eat liver, not many people do that anymore, you'll find that you'll have benefits to the regeneration of tissue all over the body, including uh, the cardiovascular uh, tissue. Now, God's medicine for the heart is the hawthorn berry, the hawthorn berry. It's critagus as a homeopathic remedy. And if you take, if you try to get critagus over the counter, and that means without a prescription, you'd be surprised. It's like, well, it's homeopathic. How come I can't get it? How come it's so hard to get? Well, because most of the indications for the use of critagus as a homeopathic remedy are cardiac related. And since homeopathic remedies are regulated as drugs, not dietary supplements, that would indicate that they have a non-over-the-counter claim or what they call a legend claim. That is falling under the guise of a prescription claim. Non-over-the-counter, not self-help, not easily self-diagnosable or self-treatable. That's the assessment from FDA, whether you agree with it or not. And it makes it harder to get Crataegus over-the-counter. I'm not saying you can't, but it's a, it can be a challenge compared to getting Arnica or something like that. But that could also be a very important remedy for your dad, the homeopathic hawthorn berry. And you can, of course, do the hawthorn berry syrup from Dr. Christopher's, which we also get at choosetobehealthy.com. Remember the code RSB5. RSB5 uh, is the discount code uh, there. 
So there are a number of other things that can be done for the heart. It's not just one thing. It's a lot of things. But remember that the vasculature is benefited, especially with selenium in combination with copper, along with enhanced endogenous nitric oxide production, which leads me to the big announcements. If you haven't seen it in today's show notes, if you're listening or watching live March 23rd, 2023, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and you'll find a special link. If Super Don hasn't sent it out, I think he might be sending out an email or might've gone out already. And it is at eight o'clock Eastern today, five o'clock Pacific. And you're only excused not to come to this if you're going to be at the Jonathan E. Mort event this evening. But if you're not, you're not excused. You have to join in <laughs> or at least sign up. March 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. How not to be stressed in an anxious world. Discover the ultimate answers to making the best out of your mental and physical well-being in any situation. And you can register for free. My buddy Stanford Graham and I will be hosting a special webinar and we will be talking not only about nitric oxide, but L-arginine, L-citrulline, different things as we reveal more information about addressing things like PTSD and how this formula can do so much more than you ever thought it could. And so I'm very excited about that this afternoon. Also, we have a link. You can sign up for free. The Quest for the Cure's final chapter is being re-released on March the 29th next week. And you can discover the truth about cancer. The quest for the cure is the final chapter, a nine-day event. And maybe you've seen it, but there are a lot more people that are awake in a good way because of COVID that would not be open to this beforehand, but now are. And so I would urge you, I would ask you nicely. I'm not going to tell you to do it. I don't, I don't just tell you to do stuff, do I? I'm pretty bad if I do. I'm mean, I'm nasty. No, I'm just, I'm caring. I'm sharing before I, because I'm caring. Uh, I'd love for you to share the link. Just click on it, share it, send it out to your friends and say, hey, maybe you never heard of this yet, but I've been watching this for years and it's amazing the information available to you. Quest for the Cure's final chapter is coming out. Uh, for those of you who want to learn more about clinical homeopathy, get started with the hour-long lecture from Trinity School of Natural Health. It's a lecture on demand, trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org. And you can see that I, uh, I did this a while back, but the information is timeless. And that could get you to go further. There are other clinical homeopathic courses now uh, available as well at trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org. So very exciting in that regard. Uh, as I'm just uh, riffing here on some things also, in the uh, in the Robert Scott Bell pay, pay website, I should say robertscottbell.com, there's also commemorative silver coins. I call them coins, but they're rounds, but beautifully done. Health Freedom Commemorative Silver Rounds in support of Health Freedom and the Robert Scott Bell Show. If you would like to, they're a limited edition collector's item. Uh, you can click on that and buy them as gifts or whatever, and uh, they'll only become more valuable because of, well, what you know about the real price of metal compared to Federal Reserve notes. And pretty soon the Federal Reserve notes will be only used to wipe your bottom. And yeah, I know that's not going to be pleasant, but I'm just saying that's the inevitability of all paper currency backed by nothing, represented by nothing, which is why you can also get goldbacks that actually has gold in the notes if you call them notes and and it's kind of how you're used to spending something so uh, as i've said don't start growing food when you're hungry it's too late don't start interacting in an economy post what we call central bank digital currency only after they've implemented it start now start exchanging at local mom and pop stores even places like, uh, you know, where I go, the uh, Ace Hardware, which are independently franchised, I believe, and owned, uh, I can pay in, in goldbacks at my local hardware store. And I like to do that because it's starting the 
habit, a new habit, creating a new habit of exchange. Those of you who don't want to be tracked, maybe they don't take cyber coin of some kind. And I'm not talking about CBDC. I'm talking about like Bitcoin. Maybe they don't. Here's another way. Goldbacks. We have links to those as well on the right-hand side of the page if you go to robertscottbell.com. A lot of great ways to do the things that I like to do here and encourage you not to do them when you have to, but to do them while you still have the choice to do so. And then you're going to be teaching others to do the same and better. And you're going to be part of the solution, if I can call it that. Am I, are you calling me part of the problem, Robert? I didn't say it. I mean, look in the mirror. You got to determine those things. But I would ask that once you know better, you got to do better. A little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But if it's all of a sudden, sudden shock that, oh my gosh, they've implemented CBDC. Now what do I do? <gasps> oh yeah, I remember what Robert was saying. And you're trying to get out there and people don't even know what those things are because you yeah. haven't practiced in your local community. Again, too late. It's like you're growing food when you're hungry and it's too late to start then, folks. Don't wait. Please don't wait. Let's see what else is in the chat room in the social media sphere. See who's there. Uh, let's see uh, what we're doing. Is this thing working now? Oh, yeah. What did you figure out? How did you do that? <sighs> Computers Amazing. suck. Computers oh, yeah? suck so bad. <sighs> they allow us to do this, but it then was, they sometimes screw Dude, up. it was a sound yeah. setting in the computer yeah. that oh. for some reason somehow changed mm. i didn't do it yeah. it just changed <laughs> i'm sitting here like tearing everything apart so it was had nothing to do with equipment mm -hmm. it was uh it was a sound setting in the in yeah. the uh in the computer yeah All right. well i'm glad you're back i'm just now looking at some some notes still when we get the guest on or do we want to reschedule it's totally up to if he's up for it. I don't mind talking to him. Okay. I, I, did I mean, we, we're only going to have like 20 minutes like with 20 him. Minutes. Yeah, but if he's all right, you let him know. I'm <sighs> oh, I hate, to, him I hate to like restrict somebody to 20 minutes when they're planning to come on and talk for a while. Because I have a feeling that that uh, we could do a long. We could do a part one and a part two then. Well, That's fine. What do you want to do? Me just get him on for part one. I want to hear this guy. He looks fascinating. Absolutely. Right. So I don't I'm just going to. Okay. Oh. okay. Hey, I'm just going to say Carrie says she would love to be part of Mr. E. Mord's run. Um, in even if you're in Indiana, uh, it doesn't matter. You can support Jonathan Emord from wherever you are. Share the word, spread the word, spread the the website emord4va.com, and uh, maybe you want to host a fundraiser event in your area. There are many ways to support Jonathan Emord, and I thank you for your uh, concern to do so. That would be great. Uh, let's see. You're calling live on the air. Yeah, we are. It. Okay. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, yeah, Doctor Chappelle. Yeah. We figured it out. You're on the <laughs> yeah, air. Man. Here we go. Ready? Go. Hey, Doctor <laughs> James Chappelle. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Sorry for the delay. You know what? I, I watched like 30 seconds of one of your videos, and I said, "Oh, this dude knows it. He knows it already." I don't even have to question you. I could turn the show over to you. You're so on on point on things and i think it was a little thing i saw about hep c and you were just nailing what it isn't as opposed to what everybody thinks it is so i know you've been around the block the proverbial healing block for decades and i want to thank you for being here and maybe briefly if if any of my audience doesn't know about you and i know that you don't have a web page for them to easily access you although we have we've linked up some of your videos uh go back to the beginning if you will what started you on this journey to natural health yeah i i think it's uh, because I didn't feel well, and uh, was a teenager, and and uh, and then I just kind of got this message: this is what you need to do to get well, 
Um, and, and then it led to becoming a medical herbalist, a clinical nutritionist, a formulation chemist, a dark field microscopist, a traditional naturopath, and then a chiropractic doctor. And I got a bachelor's in psychology. So I've been studying a lot of things for, for decades. That's how it started. Well, you are motivated by your own health, just like I was through my young years. And I went into natural medicine, homeopathy, and it opened me up to a whole other world that still to this day, even through COVID, as I keep pointing out, after all the disasters of the people that got everything wrong, so-called experts at CDC, FDA, WHO, you name the organization, NIH, NIAID, those same people are supposedly in charge of doing it better next time. They don't invite any of us. <laughs> you know what? I was just thinking about that. Just just yesterday, I thought, gosh, all of these doctors are on TV, on the Internet, podcasts, uh, and, and they're all pretty much uh, medical doctors. And yet the, the naturopathic doctors, homeopathic doctors, even healers that have no doctorates, the indigenous people that have the wisdom of, of centuries, they're, they're not asking us what we think. Uh, it's interesting, but it's okay. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the club that uh, we, we're not in, and it's okay. We don't want to hang out with them. But I hear more and more people, uh, Dr. Chappelle, are saying, you know what? We're setting up our own club. We're not waiting anymore. We're putting up a parallel track and making our own way, which is what we should have always been doing, but it takes a lot of suffering pain and discomfort and unfortunately a lot of death to figure out, you know what, we, it's not necessarily about restoring integrity to a system that is so far gone beyond it. Uh, it's about maybe creating or co-creating our own and letting the people decide where they want to go. That's it. That's it. I'm, you know, here, here's what I say all the time that, uh, there isn't anything mankind can do that God through nature hasn't already done. Never underestimate the power of either with, with this natural healing is not alternative. It's traditional. The alternative to the traditional healing that's been around since the beginning of humanity is what we call, uh, orthodox allopathic medicine their alternative we're absolutely foundational traditional yeah that's the point isn't it we've kind of accepted this role of relegated second tier status and it isn't because we want uh recognition from an ego gratification perspective it's just an acknowledgement that you know what we've been doing quietly behind the scenes or even hiding in the in the shadows because what we do brings healing to people or facilitates the healing that comes from within them that is runs counter to the agenda and the paradigm of that orthodox, if you will, allopathic treatment of disease that they primarily cause. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I mean, it, it, and, and, and really, and I know you know this, you know, I met you in Phoenix uh, at Jonathan Emord's uh, presentation, and, and I was very impressed with him. Anybody that, anybody that promotes free, freedom is uh, okay with me. But this really boils down to Bichamp versus Pasteur. And this started back in 1845 at least, and you could peel that way back, but Bichamp, 
Duchamp was talking about internal terrain and Pasteur was talking about the germ theory where we need drugs and vaccines and all these things. And, and it's coming to a head now uh, because of people like you, the shows you have. Your, I've always said uh, education and taking effective action are the keys to optimal health and longevity. But the education has to be accurate, has to be truthful. Uh, I listened mm-hmm. to you that and uh, you're just right on spot. I, I was so proud to be in the audience to listen to the truth coming from somebody like you. That's for sure. Well, it was an exciting event, and my bud, buddy Doug Fletcher, who's going to be on the show tomorrow with uh, Brian uh, Jones uh, with the, the flick of uh, the soil that we're now utilizing on our own home home garden, if you will. And the soil is yep. everything, just like you mentioned, a patient on the terrain. And it's funny, you know, the, ter- the, the year 1845, one year after the foundation of uh, the founding of the American Institute of Homeopathy in 1844. And ironically, or strangely enough, three years later, the American Medical Association was formed to try to wipe out its competition all those years or now century and or more ago. And then in 1910, of course, the Flexner report kind of put a nail in the coffin to legitimate and, and, and let's just say free competition in education on natural health and healing of any kind, because the medical schools were now going to only teach patent petrochemical pharmaceuticals and wipe out all competition. And here we are in the 21st century. The end result is our fear of germs that resulted in the phony scamdemic that uh, yeah. was only yeah. to fear people into getting mRNA injections. That's it. That's it. As a matter of fact, uh, take take it back to the Salem uh, witch hunt. You know, the, you you have these women m- m- more than the men. Uh, I'm assuming the uh, the women were herbalists. They they were natural healers, and they were up against the alchemists, or they were up against what we'll call the drug. Uh, doctor physicians at the time. So they had to label these people. I, I moved from one town to another, and on the front page it says, which moves to Ojai, California. So I rented a facility, and I said, come meet the witch. And, and then I had two, 300 people in the audience, and I said, how many people here think I'm a witch? And a lot of them raised their hand, and I said, let me tell you, I am. The problem is you don't know what the definition is. Witchcraft literally means wise of nature. Uh, Anybody that's wise of nature could be labeled a witch, but they thought it was something else. So the bottom line is, is that we're, we're facing the same discrimination as we have since the beginning of a really recorded history. You either have natural. He, Hippocrates, the father of medicine, did, did he use in 500 B.C. electricity, radiation? Did he use modern drugs or any kind of drugs? He was really a natural healer. I mean, it's uh, unbelievable what he accomplished, including was the first uh, person on Earth that discovered thermography. Now, think about that in 500 B.C., thermography. He he would take a patient in pain and he would wet them down with wet mud and he watched how it dried in a certain pattern and he saw the origin insertion of nerves i mean this this guy was not what we think you know oh he's, ahead he's of time, yeah. and uh, yeah. of course the irony of modern medicine as it's uh, become in its monopoly status is uh, it's it's dishonored the very first thing that they call the hippocratic oath the first do no harm principle because the first thing a doctor does is harm by writing a prescription for a toxic poison you know That's the it. poisoning 
come back to health concept. And I understand the intervention and, you know, I'm not opposed to it when appropriate, but where is it appropriate? I would say in a fraction of a percentage point compared to where it is today, as evidenced yeah. by raising my children in an era where we have the modern medical monopoly, no insurance, but yet never once had to resort to an antibiotic. Of course, my kids have never had a vaccine either. And so they're much healthier. And, it, and when they did succumb to something, whether you perceive it was going around or if it happened from within, I didn't have to poison them back to health. I, in fact, I encouraged their detox processes and I work with homeopathic remedies that work with what the chiropractors call innate intelligence, we call the vital force, to restore yep. integrity and balance. And they're stronger for it. It's like going through a workout and you come out on the other side, you're not weaker, you're stronger. Yep. That, well, you know what? They, they've got drugs for everything. I, I think one of the most powerful anti-inflammatants is frankincense. Uh, I mean, it's Boswellia. It's been used forever frankincense. And uh, when somebody says, oh, I've, I've got this, this pain or this problem or inflammation, I tried, I've tried everything is what I hear all the time. And then I'll say, well, have you ever tried the resin of frankincense? No, no, I don't think I've tried that. Well, try it. It's one of the most powerful anti-inflammatants there is. I, again, uh, you know, there isn't anything mankind can do that God through nature hasn't already done. It, it's all out there. I mean, what did we do for thousands of years? I stayed with a shaman in the Ecuadorian jungle to learn some of the techniques that they, protocols that they use for different conditions. These people have been doing natural healing for thousands of years. So, we, Yeah, Super, so, Super Don put in, in our show notes, by the way, your Hansteck method, if you will, or syndrome, yeah. whatever it's called. And, and if I may go through this real quick and you want to add anything to this, but it's really brilliant. It just simplifies some of the basics that if you're not sure where to start, where to go. And, and I love that you said, I've tried everything. How many times have we heard that? And how many times yep. have I even said that? And my wife and I, that's her ongoing joke in dealing with her ongoing trigeminal neuralgic pain. Impressive. Uh, uh, she's still here with me considering what she's been through. And a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit here and there. But we, our joke is we've tried everything but we haven't tried yep. that. You know, whatever that next thing is, we don't know about. So this Hanstec, it's H for hydration, starting with water. O, oxygen, yep. the air we breathe. They don't want us to breathe because we'll produce CO2 despite the plants loving it and needing it to feed us. Uh, and nutrition, yep. Yep. Uh, we are what we eat, absorb, and don't eliminate. Great points, right? S for spinal, structural, and neurological nerve conductivity. T for toxins, food, water, air, and environment. E, emotion, energy, and motion. And C, creation consciousness. We don't get what we want. We get who we are. We certainly get what we believe. And we also, what we practice, even if we don't think we're practicing in, in, in an unconscious habit. So a uh, great context or concept of this Hansteck uh, syndrome, if you will. Yes, absolutely. You nailed it. Um, when I, I wrote a book inside the vortex, I explained the Hansteck syndrome uh, in depth. It's something I discovered in 1975, and it segues into the um, the Zeta electrical potential. Every cell has this electrical potential, and there's 120 millivolt differentiation. Uh, and what happens is when that drops, and we start losing uh, energy. Uh, people typically, my specialty is cancer, people typically don't die from uh, diseases. They actually die from the loss of zeta electrical potential. And in, in my book, I just explain what it is and how to reverse it. But since you mentioned your wife with trigeminal neuralgia, you know, that's an, another thing that I've, I've had uh, some pretty in 
direct experience. You you can be dealing with a TMJ problem. You can be dealing with trauma, uh, dental work, or uh, uh, a virus, uh, all these different things. That, what I found, the number one thing that uh, actually uh, diminishes is an adrenal gland uh, function. And the easiest way, there's a, there's a company, I think they're in Utah, matter of fact, they're called Systemic Formula. They have a product called GA, and that's for the adrenals. It heals and repairs the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands have a propensity for vitamin C. However, it isn't just vitamin C. It's what vitamin C works for the individual. So it may mm-hmm. be lipos. It may be some other form. You want to increase it to full saturation. And you know when you go over that is when the patient uh, actually has a a loose stool. So you want to keep it uh, just back of diarrhea. But you load up on vitamin C. You take uh, GA. You could put one drop of uh, DMSO right on the TMJ joint. And then the meridian involves the commissural fibers of the brain. So if you have a right side, a trigeminal issue, you want to tap on the left side, right over the TMJ, and you tap on it until the pain goes away on the, on the affected side. And what you're doing is, is you're activating the commissural fibers in the brain. And so you have a, a little tapping um, uh, process that you do, the DMSO over the joint, the vitamin C, the GA. Uh, and lastly, mm-hmm device I've heard helps. I haven't proven that it helps. It's called the iTerra Care device. Is that yeah, right we, we, have one, we have one of those, although it's so loud and noisy, uh, I know, though the highest end ones are not as much so, but it's like a hairdryer next to your head with uh, this energy that, that sends through it. So um, we're open to trying any and all of those things. I know my wife's paying attention, Dr. Chappelle, and I know we'll talk more off the air as well. I appreciate your amazing history and the brief bit that we, when we met, I got to learn, it was fascinating and uh, what you've done. And, and you know, going back to the witchcraft, I don't want anybody to be frightened of you. You're not a witch per se, wearing a black hat and skirt, skirt and a dark cauldron and all of that. But um, I was joke. I, we joked about it years ago. Super Don put a little uh, uh, promo together because here I am a homeopath on nationally syndicated radio where only doctors are allowed for the most part, regular doctors. And uh, yeah. so he made a promo based on that old song. If you remember, and then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. Saying, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, remember that? And so we made a, a fun thing about that. Just go ahead. Hey, wear the label. Like when they say denigrate you with the term anti-vaxxer. Well, you know, I know most of us that recognize the danger of vaccines and their inability to prevent disease. In fact, their ability to cause disease. Yeah, we'd be considered anti-vaxxer. My friend, Dr. Batar would say, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-stupid how stupid it is to inject these people with this stuff. But however you look at it, uh, embrace the label, uh, de-escalate it, make it not powerful. And now it is meaningless because they broaden the term to mean you could be for every shot in the world, including COVID shots, and you just don't believe in mandating them and you're an anti-vaxxer. So it's like, what's the point? at all so these ideas of these these labels that cause us to fright be fearful of one another in fact i just say find out what the heart is telling you connect with people look them in the eye and sense the energy don't just think about whether they have a degree or not in fact very be be careful if they do have a medical degree because they're they know how to poison you to death and uh go beyond that to find out if they are follow following the voice of spirit in their lives to be guided 
to healing that could be unique and different for every individual because we all are unique, even though we were born of the same essential stuff, the essence of God. Uh, so again, these are holistic principles that bring in not just body and mind, but the spiritual aspect. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and matter of fact, I always talk about uh, God's law, natural law versus man's law. And uh, I think one reason why the world's in chaos is we've moved away from God's law, natural law. And uh, until we get back to that, we're going to struggle. I mean, and there's an all out push for orthodox medicine, vaccines for everything. And it's all past you. It, 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 they're just moving further away from from uh, Bichamp's philosophy, and uh, I I haven't. So in 53 years of doing this, I've stayed mm -hmm. right on Bichamp. Yeah, I love it. Now, if people want to consult with you, do they have the option to do that in Arizona or elsewhere, or what what would be the way to connect with you? Yeah, I'll I'll give you um, my email and the phone number. It's C A L. You wanted to go out to the public. I'm asking now because we got a wide audience all over the world. So give yeah, me the option. Yeah, yeah this is okay. this is my email address until I get my website up. It's C A L D R J I M the number three at yahoo.com, or they can call nine two eight. Two seven four four two eight five. I consult with people all over the world. Uh, the phone and Zoom. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing, especially uh, you know I, I didn't start this way fifty three years ago, but I have patients in different parts of the world. It, it it's not that difficult if you understand the Hans Tech syndrome. If you know mm -hmm. how to open up channels, if you know how to detoxify and balance the immune system, like I said, my specialty actually stage four cancer. So I treat people, I see people, I should say, I consult yeah. with them with pretty yeah. serious issues. So I'm looking at the email address, call Dr. Jim, C-A-L-L-D-R-J-I-M-3 at yahoo.com and the phone number 928-274-4285, yep. correct? That's that's correct. And I, if somebody calls and they they want to copy inside Vortex uh, uh, due to this show, then I'll give them a ten percent discount. I want everybody to be able to understand the foundation of natural healing, and that's in the book inside the Vortex. Okay. Well, we got you listed there and added it in. And uh, Dr. Jim Chappelle. God bless you. It's so great to connect. I hope to see you next time when I'm down in Arizona. Love, loved it down there. We had a great group of people and the giving tree was an amazing restaurant, all organic. It was so sweet. And the owner was just so kind to host us. And he hosts like uh, poetry slams and jazz musicians coming. I mean, I, it's just a, what a wonderful man, a great heart. And I think he has uh, his, his daughter running uh, the original place. I forget what it's called, like the chocolate tree or something in Sedona. Yeah. But yeah, the tree in you know Sedona. I, I, we have a White Mountain Healing Alliance up here in Pine Top, and uh, we have members in uh, Sedona. We meet at the Chocolate Tree. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'd love to get there as well. So thank you for being on board. Sorry for all the delays today, James, but uh, enjoy you thoroughly. I appreciate what you're doing, and you're a, a national treasure, and I'm glad to introduce you to folks that didn't know you before. Yeah, thank you so much, and and for what you're doing as well. Well, thanks. And thanks for spreading the word, Dr. James Chappelle and all of y'all capable of healing feats, extraordinary healing feats beyond those of mere 
uh, let's say, morons in government. <laughs> that, that, that's probably understating it. Anyway, y'all can do it. And I'm here to help in any way I can. Thank you for being here. We're out of time. Uh, bonus round starts in about 60 seconds from now if you're watching live or a blip. If you're listening on the podcast later, please sign up for email alerts or as Superdon calls it, the newsletter at robertscabell.com or just text RSB, my initials to the number 22828. That's 22828-SEND-RSB. Also, the AMA for our patron supporters, those of you who are so, oh man, so generous to give us even a little as little as five bucks a month to keep going and, and getting stronger. Uh, we have our AMA by Zoom once a month, and that's happening this Saturday, the 25th of March, uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. It's going to be an awesome Zoom meeting. We do a lot of fun giveaways, and I uh, look forward to seeing you there. And very quickly after this show, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You figure out your time zone. We're going to be together, you, me, and Stanford Graham, and we're going to be talking about uh, PTSD and more. And one of the ways that we didn't know that we could have tremendous amount of help. So it's free to join. And if you want to hear it later, in case you can't join us live, sign up. The link's in the show notes at robertscatbell.com or uh, hopefully Superdon probably sent the uh, the email out. We'll find out when we come back for the bonus round. Again, thanks to Dr. James Chappelle. Thank you to Jonathan Emore, Rock in the Health World for Health, Freedom, and Healing Liberty, and reminding you that the power to heal is yours. Somebody said uh, it was like I was shared today with the, all the change of clothing or something. That was very funny. <laughs> I just... Uh, we started the show early this morning. I got back from the gym and had uh, Jonathan Emord on so we could get him on in time before his event this afternoon in Virginia um, for the parents there. And then we, yeah, I had time to clean up for the, the hour two. Yes. Although sometimes cleaned up for before hour one. I don't know. It's just weird that way. But we had a crazy show today, Super Don, with your computer woes. So frustrating. Mm -hmm. because I, you know, it just didn't make any sense. I was just like, no. what is going on? I don't understand. And it was, you know, I was looking at my, my board mm -hmm. and, you know, normally like when I'm talking to you right now, you yeah. can see on the board, the level going up and down on, on the board. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I have the same thing, except mm -hmm. that when this thing happened, you, your level was coming up on a different part of the board. And I'm like, this doesn't yeah. make any sense. I'm rebooting everything, plugging everything in, checking everything, doing test recording and stuff. And it all turned out that it was just a setting, a sound setting in the PC. I'm just like, and it just reset itself. Well, look, what a it way, you know, I have well. a train wreck just right in the middle of the dang show. It's just like, well, it's okay. James was great as, as a, uh, yeah, he's uh, like, you're, you're like a, a brother from another mother, isn't he? I mean, it's like, you guys are like, but, it, but he makes me look like a little kid. He's been doing it for 50 years. I've only been doing it for 30. Oh, I know. Bruce Uri go there a little? Not at all. No, I really appreciate this. <laughs> I want to get him back on again because I'd love for him to be able to go through his, mm -hmm. his what is it? Hans Tech? Yeah, and we went through it briefly. Yeah. But you're right. We can go through it in more depth. Uh, but yeah, great guy. And uh, you guys can access him. He says you'll get a 10% discount, whatever it is. But uh, uh, reach out if you are so resonating with what he shared with us today. Yes. Uh, you know, great guy who knows. I loved the witch analogy. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? You go back to origin root words, and it's like it doesn't mean he's an evil Satanist and anything well, like that. But people perceive that uh, if you're a natural healer, of course. Look, I I've dealt as a homeopath. I've run into people who uh, claim to be Christians that look at me and it's like, oh, you're doing the medicine of the devil. I'm like, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, and I don't know if it matters to people, but Hahnemann was uh, very uh, Christ focused. He he actually 
succussed his remedies on the Bible, you know, as, as, and, and then I come back and I say, all right, regardless, let's move away from all that and say, all right, let's look at medicine of the devil. Uh, what medicine is the third, second or first leading cause of death? Not homeopathy, not herbalism, not natural medicine, not even those that work with crystals. And I don't mean worship crystals. I'm just using them as tools. Uh, and it's the allopathic medicine that has been treated more like a, a sanctimonious religion, more so than people, you know, uh, believe in their own faith and go to church and worship or whatever, or synagogue, whatever. So, you know, when, when I hear that, I have to laugh in a sense, because I do understand when we talk about pharmacia and that origin root word actually means what sorcery, uh, it's a bit different than, you know, what James was talking about of being wise in nature. Yeah. And so, again, I make those distinctions for those that go, oh, automatically, I'm not having anything to do with this. Natural is probably not whatever. And ignoring the fact that your modern medical uh, doctor is, you know, uh, causing death, disease, mayhem and, and suffering. And I don't mean intentionally, but that training is uh, allopathic training is. Medicine and and of the, the thing death. is, I mean, there are people that have used allopathic things. Obviously, you have everybody has that has helped them get yeah. out of a crisis situation or something like that. Right. But it's unfortunate that uh the bad just dwarfs yeah. the good the in that in that situation bad. you know and it's not that we want to take away the good that it can do yeah. never have we argued that it's just like let's get rid of the bad stuff yeah where it's not appropriate right. in most places but that would wipe them out as a monopoly it would wipe them out as an exalted status to be worshipped and there's a lot invested economically or otherwise, whether it's ego uh, in that. And that's why we're talking about a co-creation of a new system uh, or an older system, if you will, going back to honoring the natural world, learning from the natural world, rather than looking to conquer it, destroy it. Ah, oh, good Lord. Anyway, mm. good stuff with Jonathan Emore today, too. He was on this morning. And uh, I'm excited about next week being with him. So again, focus on getting to Virginia next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for any or all of those events and hang out with me and a lot of cool people. Uh, you like you like freedom, join us, hang out with us. So uh, once again, have you seen the movie, Utah Safe and Effective? Go to utahsafeandeffective.org. It's free, available. They even have it up on YouTube. Not that I'm a fan of YouTube because we're banned there, but for some reason they're allowing that movie up there and I'm on it, in it or whatever. It's not about me. And for those of you, you know, say you did a great job, Robert. Great. Fine. But I'm really standing on the shoulder of all the people behind the scenes that, that put that thing together. Hundreds and hundreds of hours to put together a documentary film like that. Great, uh, accurate, um, references. Everything's referenced, broken out. Everything that we reference in that documentary. If you go to utahsafeandeffective.org, you can link on everything that's referenced separate from the movie to, to check it out yourself. If you don't believe it, you want to check it out. It's all heavily referenced and uh, reviewed and we've had great feedback. And uh, again, I appreciate you guys. Many people, once again, you think everybody knows it because you know it. No, share it. It's time. And this is one that's apolitical. Like anecdotals by my friend Jen Sharp. It's not political. It's 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 really trying to get the heart. Nah, of you're just a bunch of right wing uh, terrorists. Yeah, like Jen Sharp, right? <laughs> Come on. I mean, this is the thing. She appears on the only people that will interview her are libertarian and conservative shows. Yep. And 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 her, her friends well, on the what left does are that going, tell oh, you? you know, once I would say, well, yeah, that's because they're a bunch of alt-right crazy people. Um, but, you know, in reality, it's just like these are people that are just asking questions or or they had personal experiences like she did. And, yeah. and, you know, Jennifer Sharp and, and other people, and they're just like, hey, <laughs> what about me? Yeah. 
look, I had a bad experience, you know, but the other side doesn't want to even acknowledge that they exist because if they do, then they have to acknowledge, ah, yeah, maybe there's a problem, but they just Mm -hmm. want to pretend there's no problem. They want to be like Anthony Fauci. It's rare, right? You know, oh, it's just, it's rare. Well, you know what? It's not rare for the people that it happened to. Exactly. Never been rare for them. Uh, I just got a message from our friend, Dr. Brian Hooker. He's ready to come back on the show to talk about CDC's autism prevalence numbers. Um, yeah, so as soon as uh, Kev can book Brian Hooker, we'll cover that as well. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, goodness gracious, there's so much to do, so many things to go. Um, upcoming events, you know, I, I saw you added the um, Advanced Medicine uh, Conference. Advanced Medicine's up yep. there. Um, we Do we have the link up for next week's uh, Virginia event somewhere? Not in yet, that upcoming not event? yet. I got to do okay. that. And the other thing was the uh, We the Patriots USA event. I got a call. Um, Is that confirmed? Uh, I, I just need to talk to him. Okay. So I just, I, I don't think I have his direct number. If you have it, get it to me after the show so I can call him and work the details out. Cause if we can add that, I think that was Brian like Festa. Brian Festa, yeah. great guy. He invited me up for the uh, Boise event, uh, June 2nd and 3rd, uh, we, the Patriots USA, and I'm inclined to find a way to go. So uh, if you guys uh, are, are so inclined, meet me in Boise, I'm going to try and make that confirmed and then we'll get that to added to the upcoming events list. Okay. And, and I'm sure we need to add, I know we're looking later, the, right now the latest, if I say the latest in the year thing we have up on the upcoming events tab was the uh, uh, September 14th through 17th Biomed Expo in Las Vegas. But in October, we'll have some events that we'll have to add to it, including the Health Freedom Expo. As soon as we get confirmation on all of those things, we'll add that into the mix. And um, yeah, anyway, I'm just looking at everything and my head's going, <laughs> <laughs> somehow we got to make it happen. So I want to see everybody on the beach in Clearwater or anybody that has the wherewithal to be with us, I'm going to be there the 1st and 2nd of April. It starts Friday night, the 31st, but I'll be with Jonathan E. Morton. I can catch the early flight down on Saturday uh, from D.C. area to Tampa and uh, look forward to being with you guys Saturday and Sunday. Maybe a little bit of Monday. I think I'll hang out before heading back. So that's the update on that. Uh, what else is going on in the show? We cover everything in the show pretty much. I think so. I think so. Oh, uh, Stephen was asking about the goldbacks. How are they denominated? Well, it's denominated in quantity of gold, but you have a 1, 5, 10, 25, and 50 goldback uh, notes. And they each have a different amount, a measurable amount of gold in them. Obviously, the 50 goldback note has like, uh, was it 1 50th? I, I, got, I don't have it in front of me, but I can't remember. But you can look on it. And, and there's an exchange rate that's listed on the goldback.com page every day. So if I go into, for instance, the uh, local hardware store, the Ace Hardware that's independently owned, and they take goldbacks, and, and I buy, let's say I buy, uh, uh, I don't know, some nuts and bolts and screws, and it's like five bucks. And let's say a goldback is worth four. So I'm like, oh, what do I do? Well, if I give them two goldbacks, and let's say the exchange rate says four bucks for a goldback, it's eight, basically equivalent, and in it's in just like foreign exchange. Uh, of eight bucks, then whatever the change is, they'll give you back in Federal Reserve notes or coins. You know, it's it, it, it works that way while it can. But uh, right now, as I said, get into the practice of doing that. Introduce your local. Uh, yeah, there's Defy the Grid where you can get them and they, they love hearing. So right there at the yep. top there, I had to look for a second, but it's right at the very top. It gives the current price of gold and silver. Yeah, but that doesn't give the gold back price. If you no. go to goldback.com, it'll show you. The Wasn't that what price. you were talking about? Or are you talking about something else? No, I'm talking about the actual exchange oh, rate for gold. So back. where's that at? <laughs> I'm sorry. Unless it's on that page, which I don't know, it would be on goldback.com. 
Oh, this is and the uh, Defy the Grid. That's where you can okay. buy the gold back. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Goldback.com. Yeah. And you should see the exchange rate. That'll tell you each day that'll shift a little bit. So there oh, it is. There you 406. Go. Okay. Look at that. Nice. And so as the price of gold compared to the Federal Reserve note changes, obviously that shifts. It's just like foreign currency exchange. And in this way, you you can always go and the retailers that know this will go, oh, okay, here's the equivalent. You This is what they'll pretty much utilize it at. And uh, that that's the way you can go. And it's not that difficult, but it's, it's, again, a habit we have to get into. Not when we are needing to, but while we still desire to before we need to. So that we have the ability to develop more of those local community and local mom and pop type independently owned businesses that are willing to work that way because they know what's happening. And uh, I think that's, again, another part of what you can do to be, uh, I, I don't like the term solution, but you know what I'm saying? Part of the equation to correct course, not just by theoretically talking about it and philosophizing. And I don't mind philosophy. I love to talk philosophy, but to get out there and put it into practice is my point, just like growing food before you have to, or else it's too late. All right, let's see. Do, 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 do. All right, looking at other updates within the chat room. Oh, look at that. Another baby goat Leslie put, put out there. Uh, oh, this is over at the... Uh... In the chat room, yeah. She says, I've... I have to plan to keep three baby goats or you plan to sell some of them. So if anybody needs baby goats, Leslie's got them. <laughs> Very cute. Very cute. I've got four dogs. I don't need a goat. You don't need a goat? I wonder how the dogs would handle the goat. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Goat would probably be kind of intimidating. Wow. <laughs> if I had to guess. Right. Don't get overly attached. Look at that. Baby chickens, baby chicks. Is that what I'm seeing here? A lot of chicks. Non-GMO meat. No, look at that. She's doing some amazing work. The whole family there is amazing. You know, have you seen, you know, the thing about baby goats is you see these like videos like on, you know, YouTube or whatever. And they are just, they look like they would be totally fun to have. They're just like boing, 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 bouncy. Yeah. Like, like puppies, yeah. right? You know? Like goat yoga goats, but they're so it's it's just it's just it's very funny to see how they they hop around and stuff and like that. So mm -hmm. the thing is, is they turn into big goats at some point. So yes, and I have no idea hopefully what it would be like to raise a goat, but hopefully they're chill when they're adults. But I know they can be pretty crazy too. But uh, I wouldn't have to mow the lawn, probably, huh? No, they would be chewing it all up. But they'd be yeah. pooping all over, but all over the ground, right? They'd be fertilizing everything too. Yes, yeah. interesting. They'll eat anything. That's what I hear anyway. Uh, let's see. Steve says solar and wind power are not reliable at all, but they are intermittent. That's where batteries come in. Emerging advancements in material science are leading to longer lasting batteries that use readily available elements and no rare earth unobtainium minerals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Again, the, in the free market. Well, it's uh, in quotes. What movie is that from? Unobtainium. Is that one of the Marvel movies or something else? Unobtainium. Isn't that the one for, isn't it? Wasn't that the stuff they were going for in Avatar? Hmm. I don't know. Anybody I don't know. I know it's from a movie. I don't think that have was the Marvel, any, but by the way, have you seen any movies lately at all? Out, no, out in the theater? Not in the theater. No, no. The one I'd like to see, I know it's violent and all, but dude, the uh, John Wick series. Oh yeah. The fourth one's coming out. Fourth one's coming out. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'm not everybody's into that, but dude, the the choreography and all of that that they do is unreal. Pretty uh, amazing. Everything. So yeah, there's a new Indiana Jones coming out. Really? Yep. I know there's a new uh, Mission Impossible, and the reason why I, I'm up on that is because Isai Morales is the villain in the next two episodes. It's a two-parter, mm. and uh, he's a great supporter of health freedom. And uh, we we have we got to get him on the show when he's when he's available. But he's been yeah. back and forth filming and pickups for that film. But yeah, I think that's coming out too. A new Mission Impossible. Yep. Let's see. All right. Now we're talking movies. Oh, Kevin put Brian Festa's number so I can yeah. call him. Okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah, now we're talking movies. <laughs> and then baseball. And then uh, and then and then goats. Oh, look at that. So adorable. There's the goat. Baby goat. Baby goat. Is that what they sound like? Uh if they're very tired and old, yes. <laughs> Is that uh, what you're unobtainium. <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> Uh, according to Marty Neal over in the t- in the chat room, Unobtainium was from the movie The Core. The Core. The Core. Well, my wife no, said Wakanda. Well, okay. My wife said Wakanda. Diane, but that w- w- Diana, though, is saying it's from Avatar, so maybe they, they used it in both. But my wife says it's Wakanda. So, oh, is it? No, no, no. no that's um. What is that one called? That's not Unobtainium. That was Vibranium. Vibranium that they made the sh- they made Captain America's shield out of. Yeah. Yeah. Vibranium, yes. not unobtainium. Yes. That's right. That's right. All right. These are the little trivia things that we'll have to ask to see if you can win prizes on Saturday at the AMA. Yeah. Well, everybody knows the answer now. But, but we've given it away. It'll be an easy win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we got Wait, going on tomorrow? Did you see this? I'm going to, I'm going to copy this and uh, send it to you and we're not going to play it on the air because I think it's copyrighted, but um, this is, I don't know if everybody likes Led Zeppelin, but somebody sent me this, the immigrant song mm-hmm. by, by a band called brass against B R A S S. Like they have brass section. It's like, and this guy who who's it's weird. Cause it's one of those guys that's really masculine, but he wears eye makeup or something. So you're like, dude, really? But okay. I, I let that aside, not judging, but the dude has a voice that puts Robert plant right there. And then the, the immigrant song with brass, you know, with the, the instruments, uh, dude, it's amazing. I was like, whoa. I mean, you hear a lot of versions of that, but I was impressed by that. I just sent it to you. Uh, I'll drop it in for anybody that likes Led Zeppelin into the chat room just for fun. Um, get past the guy with the eye makeup, but he's got a good voice. I'll just put that in there. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Hearing it yeah, now? I got it. It's, it's, I know it's one of the most overplayed songs by Led Zeppelin. And anybody who's yeah. a Led Zeppelin fan, like a you know, like a real yeah. fan who'd like like hate you for like even saying that you love that song because they hate yeah. most of the time no, they're I, just like, I, I, Oh, I hate that song. Yeah, I'm I'm over it, right? I think that you played it in But the it's board. my favorite and yes, and, and I'm telling you, a lot of people did and didn't even know what that song was. The mm-hmm. movies have this thing about taking songs that, that the younger generation has never heard before and making mm-hmm. them cool, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. they did that with that song, but that scene in the beginning of I can't remember which one it was. It was Ragnarok, I think. Um, yeah, is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. so cool with Thor and and doing that song and stuff like that. And I've probably watched that scene over and over and over again because of that. So I personally really like the song, um, mm-hmm. and the little blurb that I just listened to that you sent me here. The guy's got an amazing voice. 
Yeah, no, I like I said, I I and I did the yeah no. Did you hear that? Yeah. Uh, no. This guy, I don't know who he is. I never heard of this band, but I was just do. I, and I love the sound of the brass, the way they inter interact. It's completely, it's different, but it builds on it. It makes it like a version that's revitalized, not like a just a. The name a, of the group, it. as you said, Brass Against. Mm-hmm. And I believe the lead singer, his name is Cunio, C-U-N-I-O. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he sound like Robert Plant? Oh, it's yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's amazing. But with that mix of the of the the brass instruments, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like every once in a while you get a song like that that's redone and done in a way where like, man, I, I, yeah. I like it as much as soon as, as we're done this. here, I'm gonna crank it up on the speakers and listen to it. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's a fun one. Uh let's see. So we have what, eight? 8 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern? Yeah, it's going to be you oh, and sorry. Stan I, I, and exactly. and talking uh, anxiety. There's a big banner. 5 p.m. Pacific, hmm? yeah. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. I'm just trying to get that in my head straight. There's a big banner in the show notes, and an email okay. did go out um, okay, good. this morning. Sign up, y'all. And, and if you want to see it later, in case you can't join me live, uh, please sign up so you'll have access to it. And it's another angle on the brilliance of the Cardio Miracle Formula, discovering more and more about what it's doing. So if you know anybody suffering with stressful, emotional, PTSD-type issues, uh, we're going to hit some of the elements of nutrition and the bella, the benefit uh, for that and its recovery. And I'm very excited for everybody to try the new formula as soon as you get through the old one. But they are now shipping all their new formula with no erythritol, just monk fruit and, and organic stevia. And it's it's lovely. I said it again. It's lovely. lovely. It's delicious. Yeah. Fabulous. And, uh, fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> So hope you enjoy that. Um, any other announcements? Any other things I forgot uh, to mention? Again, a crazy show the way we did it today. Yeah, I got- apologize, guys. I have no idea how that happened. I just don't. It's it was did like you sleep last night. It was the last thing. Yeah, I mean, I got my five hours, you know, or so. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just one of those things that the the problem with with the whole situation was like the last thing I looked at because it was the last thing I expected could be. You know how how does how do settings in your computer just change for no reason? I don't know, but I don't know. Check with your grandkids; they're getting old no, enough. No, nobody was here. It's just me. I can't blame it on anybody. Can't even blame it on oh. the dog. So anyway, my apologies. Did you get the new um, banner for the American Health and Freedom Summit and Expo? Yes, I, I sent you because I would like you to put that up in the uh, upcoming events. Tab, I believe I mind. did. I not do did that you? yet. I don't. I don't think I saw it there. Let me see. I tried to. Re- yeah, I think I. I started to replace it yesterday. Maybe it, I got distracted. You got distracted. So yeah. yeah, there it is. There. There it is. That's the one. Yep. So looking forward, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Oh, we can be at one or all the events. Also the online events. Thank you for your support. Uh, we're gonna have a break about. Let's see. For me. What is it, about two and a half hours? About two and a half hours from now, uh, you, Stan Graham, and yeah. I was going to say. Um, Are you going to join the us? The official, I don't think I can. The Zoom link, we're going to get a Zoom link if you sign up, right? Zoom. Um, yeah, if you, go, if you go to the show notes today uh, and you click on the banner that's in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Let me get to it here. Click, click. It's all the way at the bottom, right before you get to the, um, dang, you know, everything is just popping up and getting in the way. Here we go. How not yeah. to be stressed. Can we see that? No. And you, of all the stressful people because of what happened, and Diana Knight says, you made it work, Super Don, so no worries. All right. Great thank show. you. I appreciate it. You're very nice. Yeah. 
There it is. How, How not, not to be, be stressed smart. in an anxious world. Discover the ultimate answers to making the best out of your mental and physical well-being in any situation. And you just click right on there. It's really super simple. Just takes you to this page here. You just put in your information, register. You'll get a link. And you said you, you actually sent it out in our to our email list? Yes. So everybody who's on the email list got it uh, this morning. Or check, or check your spam and junk just in case. Promotions folder if you're in Gmail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I see it in mine. It did come through. Okay. There's a nice picture of me and Stan. Cool. So I hope you'll join us. And again, even if you can't, even if you can't, please, please sign up. Yeah, if you register, then what will happen is uh, you'll get a, a link to it for the replay. Mm -hmm. So that way you won't miss it. So even if you can't show up and be there live, you just get in there and register and, and you'll get a link to the, to the replay. So let's talk tomorrow. What's going on tomorrow's show? Well... How about uh, tomorrow we'll have Ashley Gunderson and Doug Hines on mm -hmm. in hour one. And then in hour two, Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones. My buddy Doug, who set up this beautiful, orchestrated this beautiful arrival in, uh, uh, where were we? At the uh, Giving Tree, the restaurant on that Sunday we arrived. And my flight was so late, I didn't, I just got there almost barely on time. And then I had my friends from local that were there. And then so many new friends and old friends that were there. And Doug is an amazing man, and he connected us with uh, Eminent uh, Hyperbaric there in Scottsdale as well. And we did the broadcast from there, which was amazing. And um, he is, of course, connected us with Brian Jones, the farmer who has this amazing soil. And that flick, they call it flick soil, just flick a seed, and it just grows. And so we've, you know, we've been growing some things in the greenhouse that are really starting up very well. And it'll be the first summer we have that soil to amend our other soil and to see how we do. And I'm just so excited about that. So if you guys haven't considered improving or upgrading your soil, we'll talk about that tomorrow as well as we head into the weekend. And uh, Doug Hines and Ashley Gunderson, who we'll have in hour one, if you remember, we had them, they had, we had them on, what was it, like a month ago? Or when was it? Uh, February 10th. Mm -hmm. And this was where uh, Ashley's dad ended up in the hospital uh, and yeah. almost killed uh, yeah. via protocol right. and managed to get out. And uh, he had a book that was going to be coming out soon and it has, it's come out. And so that's why he'll be on tomorrow uh, with, oh, with Ashley to, to be able to talk about his new book that's come out. Fantastic. Good timing yeah. for that. I'll have to, if, if you don't mind, remind me, cause I'll probably forget five minutes after the show, but I need to get on zoom and do the invite for the uh, AMA. So for our patron supporters, cause I don't, I hate when to do that at the last second. Okay. I like to give people, Time. All right. Sounds good. We'll uh, get it way ahead, way in advance this time. Like two days ahead. Hey, no, as long as right? I post it, then that'd be good, right? Better than nothing, right? Yeah, please do post it. Let's see if I get it. <laughs> All right, we'll do. All right. See y'all later tomorrow. God bless you. Uh, less than 22 hours from now. Thank you again uh, to James Chappelle and uh, Jonathan Eboard. And for those of you going to enjoy Virginia tonight, hopefully I'll see you next week in Virginia as well. All right. Thanks for being here. Have a, have a good day.